and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with James Farley. Hello. With Matt Murray. Hello. And at the last minute, John sneaked onto the podcast. What happened there? Uh, I was. I had my whole thing that I was going to say, and then you've just uh, confused me. Well, I don't know. I just said I'd be on it. All so, right. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the whole thing you were going to say? I was just going to say what the hell is happening. But uh, then I realised if I said that after the question you asked, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't really make much sense now either, but <laughs> yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, so before we crack on with the feedback, uh, first of all, sorry about last week. That ha- that happened, didn't it? Um, it was always going to go to pot without Sean. I didn't realise that he was the blue tack that held us together. First of all, um, I'd like to say that I had nothing to do with it. I was quite happy to record last week. So well, hang, on, sort of hang, tweet on, hang about, on, hang on, hang on. But you, you did say you, you, it wasn't really ideal to record on the weekend, didn't you? And that's when I was available to record. No, whoa, 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 whoa. What, sorry, you can't complain because I I'm can't make the time that you you moved it to. I, like, I, I didn't move you, it at all. I just said I, I'm not able to make it. So we could no, do yeah, but first of all, you, you, told, you told us this a few days before we started recording and we'd already said about recording on the Monday night the previous week when we'd all met, met together. I'm, I'm pretty sure that no, holiday no, no, was booked, no, right? I, I definitely, yeah, I, I was booked and I said about a week or two. Um, no because way I said, I said, was it two <laughs> weeks? Definitely, definitely. No way, no uh, way, because we'd spoken don't, about don't doing a free man show for ages. Absolute, absolute bullshit. Um, James, you had a legit excuse, really, didn't you? Yeah, I had a sick kid. You know, it's, yeah. it happens, you know. Uh, not 100% sure that that's the truth, but we'll go it with it. It's the we'll truth, go with it. seriously. Do you want the pictures? Look, that, we're that back. Sounds weird. We're back now. <laughs> before, we get, before we get to the feedback, uh, I thought I'd just quickly say, you know, when you next playing a game and there's a loading screen there and you you got nothing to do, you've got your phone in your hand, what? Just subscribe to the Russell Brand on Radio X podcast. That's Whoa. it. That's Dave, all. I'm... What? What is this? Have we been sponsored? Nope. I just um, don't worry about it. Whoa. I just say and download that podcast. It's a good podcast. It's it it's is. funny. It's a great, it's a great podcast. But why? <laughs> are you thinking just... about the glass, Matt. I'm thinking about the glass, isn't it? Don't. Know what I mean? Don't ruin the podcast. I'm thinking about that fucking glass. Um, right. Okay. Feedback. What's what's happening? Um, well, it's been it's been a good couple of weeks um, since since the last show. So um, it's it's all a bit over the place, but we'll go for it anyway. I mean, obviously, you know, we did a live show. Brilliant. We didn't do a show last week. Bad feedback, but we'll we'll move on from there. Uh, Adam Turner listening to old computer game pod, and David Turner's called it on the Nintendo Switch reveal. Um, uh, basically, Dave, you predicted in episode four that Nintendo would announce the Switch to the world by releasing a video online. I would like to stand up and go, yeah, yeah, I am the man on this one. But I think that's a pretty obvious prediction. Yeah. So it, it, I don't it think is, I, yeah. could, I could be. Although there was a... I, I think I listened back to it and Matt, you, you were sort of saying, no, they're definitely going to do it on stage. I'm pretty yeah. sure you were pushing down and do it <laughs> on stage. I said a lot of things. I also said it would have CDs. So... <laughs> Matt often you says know, a lot of things. And it's, uh, it is yeah. funny because I have been listening to some old uh, TCGS recently and some of the bullshit we come out with is absolutely unreal. Like, so I mean, was this I last was, week's? <laughs> every, every fucking week. You, we, listen to that whole It's Got CDs thing and I'm sitting there going, yeah, oh, I don't know. Will it go CD? Oh, it can't drop CDs, can it? And James is going, of course it will. It'll be cartridges. And I was like, no, not cartridges. I just think, fucking hell, no, Dave, yeah, what are you talking about? It was the use of the word cartridge and not... Well, I don't know what... It, it, when you say cartridge, in my head, I'm feeling N64 cartridge. Yeah, but he did say way, cards as well. Stop Get. I mean, Matt, there was no way it was going to have discs. I mean, that's I just know, ridiculous. It's, obvi- it's obvious now. <laughs> 
Well, it is now because we know that it was it's a portable and a home console. At the time, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. No, no, we, in fact, we, we were we all hoping that it would like be a powerful console, like it would challenge the PS4 and the Xbox. We didn't know what it was going to be, but then we also, everyone basically assumed or hoped it would be a home and portable hybrid. So No, I wouldn't say that. I think there was, was rumours doing the rounds. But I don't think we assumed that that was the case at all. We we didn't really know at that time when we yeah, were talking about this. Stuff. We assumed. I hoped it was, but mm. yeah, it, what, but we weren't for sure that all that was going to happen. Mm. Okay, fine. Um, there, what? Well, there's a splatfest this week. We'll cover it in news. Um, no, but... no, I've, I've removed it from news because it's boring. Okay, you, you can do it here. Well, okay. Well, let's talk about it now quickly then, because is this the worst Splatfest of all time? Definitely. Yep. If if you've not seen the news, Nintendo thought a good Splatfest to split the world and have a battle over would be: Do you have the toilet roll facing the front, where the the bit of paper is over the top at the front, or do you have it the other way around where it's facing the back? It is easily the worst argument ever, and it's that's not me going, oh, this is easy, I choose invisible. It's not that. It's because Sean, bless him, in our little WhatsApp group, which is now the dad support group, was going, well, you'll be surprised, David, this does cause a lot of arguments on the internet. No, 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 no. The, what causes a lot of arguments is people that really give a shit that is facing the front and people that don't care. There's no one sitting there going, no, it has to be facing backwards. No one ever does that. It's utter bollocks. See, it's that's what awful, I'm interested, though, because if, if somebody is arguing that, though, what's their logic? That's, that's what that's I was what thinking. <laughs> Oh, I like it when it scrapes along the wall. Yeah. Before it goes on my anus. I don't I don't get what the argument would be. There's no there's no possible advantage of having it that way round. I round. like having to like, you know, reach around the roll and to grab it rather than it just be in front of me. It's just a bit I've of... heard you always uh, do you you've always favoured a reach around. Um John, huh? what is uh what, what what are your stance on this? I mean I couldn't even give one millionth of a shit. Like whatever. <laughs> no. I mean it's probably it's probably both ways every single time I hook another one up in in the toilet. And then, like I said in, on Twitter, I'll just go in and then Cody would have just pulled it all off and shoved it in the toilet anyway or <laughs> smashed the holder to bits. Or, I mean, who cares? When you the say both ways, do you split it and hang it both oh, sides? No, I, mean, I don't know what that means. I mean, one day it'll be front, one day it'll be back, and I go, oh, I wish I put it front. But I'm not going to change it. I mean, I put the no. thing through and I hook it up and however it lands, it lands. He puts a free thing. He puts, got- it, he puts it on and he hooks it up, Dave. Come on. We've got one of those ones where, like, you know, it's always great when you're in, like, someone's toilet and the toilet... Pu- no, that's not great oh. when the toilet runs out. Here we go. But when they've just got one of those... When the toilet runs out. She's in the toilet's run out. Can you have a new one? <laughs> Can you refill the toilet, please? Um, no, you know when it's got that just the hook and you just pop it on? Perfect. We've got one of those ones where you've got to squeeze it together and yeah. pull it out. Yeah, and then yeah. It's, I'll be honest with you, it takes two seconds, it's no problem, but every time it feels like the biggest effort oh to ever, yeah, <laughs> ever do that. You just whack it on top, say, fuck it, someone will sort it out at some I point. I would rather that was a splatfest, you know, is it one of those hooks or is it one of the ones where you squeeze it? <laughs> no, <laughs> if you're doing toilet paper stuff, it should be, do you wipe standing up or sitting down? That is the biggest split. That will get a lot of people saying one or the other. Standing up? Okay, well, let's Trust not get Trust me, into Matt. You'll be surprised not the amount this. of people that anyway, do it stand it up. Okay, well, one more question about this. I mean, this is like, what, second or third Splatfest? Or I guess fourth, if you include the one before the game came out. 
It feels like they're really scraping the, ba- the bottom of the barrel. Well, already. they have had a whole couple of years before this doing Splatfest on the first one. But even then, yeah. there's got to be something better than this. This is this is weak. Well, this is weak. We've already talked about this for too long. Can we move on? Because it's rubbish. <laughs> James, James, right. Okay, what we're going to do, you're promoted now, mate. You're head of Splatfest. What's the next one? Come on, oh, I just can't quick. do that. I, mean, I need they, an idea. Nintendo I need come an idea. Yeah, yeah. First thing that comes into your head. First thing that comes into your head, come mate. Come on, go. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, We're not continuing until you do it. No, quick, no, quick, I quick. can't do this. I, you can't put me under pressure like this. It's yes, horrible. I can. James, no, you go. Can't. Come on, James. James, go. Um, cars versus motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> you panicked. You panicked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good one. That, that's better it's than this one. It's not even what he said, it was the way he said it. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is motorbikes. Um, anyways, because Splatfest was so crap, uh, Dave decided to be funny and do one on our what? Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, shit. I to- oh, my God, I totally forgot we did this. We did our own Splatfest, and I I don't even know what the results are. This is going to be interesting. So instead of toilet roll facing forward or backwards, we did uh, Matt or James. Yeah. Farley I mean, or Murray. It's a bit unfair. Why? Because one of us is um, one of the world's greatest Twitch streamers, and the other one's me. But we'll we'll go. We'll look at the results. 165 votes were cast. Uh, Farley uh, won with 59 percent of the vote. 59, Matt. That's come on. That I, I expected no, you to do I better. Had there. No chance. Why do you? Why are you saying that? Because I'm just the guy who does like, the social bit at the end that everyone hates. <laughs> you, do, you do all the Twitch and stuff, don't you? I know. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's not. Yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I, that was close. It's a close one. Um, hopefully, the next <laughs> one. Congratulations, James. I, I didn't know about this, and then I I looked at it like on the you know through the web, and then I saw I, so I saw the result, and then I showed it to my wife, and she was not impressed. She just thought <laughs> she just said that's pathetic. And that <laughs> <laughs> James, did you expect to win that? Like no, putting, I, it good, putting you up here? I didn't know. I, I don't know what that was about. It was just There's a lot of people as well that weren't voting. A lot of people them. saying I can't choose. I wouldn't have done. It's <laughs> I voted, but I'm never going to tell you who I voted for. Um, uh, speaking right, of okay. um, Twitch streaming and, and whatnot, I mean, plainly, a lot of James's votes were, were because of his previous streams. Uh, James, you've announced that you're going to do the Beyond Two Souls stream in the coming days, right? Yeah, this week I'm gonna I'm gonna go now, back to before David the Cage's recording. World. You said, "Yes, Matt, I'm gonna do it on Tuesday." Now this podcast comes out on Wednesday, and <laughs> and frankly, that doesn't work. That do, that doesn't work for me. So could and you then do- when we all kicked off and said, "No, no, you've at least got to get the podcast out and announce it first before you start Twitch streaming," he said, "I just don't want the pressure." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't look. I was gonna just stealth start it. In fact, I nearly stealth started it on Sunday because I just stealth started. started. <laughs> yeah. He's come up with this new phrase and it's no, unbelievable. I'm a bit much a stealth starter. Um, <laughs> stealth startup, the James Farley Corporation. And anyway, no, James, you can't do that now. You're the biggest export we have. You can't stealth start. You can't stealth start. You can't elf start. You can't do whatever you want. Um, so come yeah, on, come on, James. When you do it, you have to see. Well, I've got to do it on Wednesday now, haven't I? Which is really annoying because I why? have plans for Wednesday. Well, well, why Thursday? don't you do it Thursday? Well, no, because it's Thursday's. No, I don't want to do it on Thursday. Okay, but Wednesday's why are you doing fine. The what? Wednesday's fine. I'll just do it on Wednesday. It's fine. No, what's the, James, what's this the is weird behaviour. I don't want to do this it on the weekend. Strange behaviour. <laughs> 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 it's just 
bizarre behaviour. Okay, Wednesday. Um, so when you're listening to this, if you listen to this on, on the day as podcast comes out, James give a recording tonight to, uh, doing his, his yeah. Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash the computer game show starting as Beyond Two Souls stream. And yeah. if you're listening to this, put a tweet out there. We let everyone know because not everyone listens to it the day it comes out. So just say, look, you know, oh, James Farley's doing it. I can't believe it. All that sort of stuff. It doesn't matter, Make a does hashtag it? up. It doesn't uh, matter. Put hashtag stealth start. Any idea on time, James? I've got, no idea. I've got, I've got a Twitch know, event to create. Sometime in the evening, sometime. I don't know when. It's... I don't know, Matt. How am I going to schedule it on Twitch? How am I going to pay for the, the, the Facebook ad if I don't have a time? <laughs> this is a load that? of nonsense. Could because... you imagine that if like, some new B- BBC drama come on <laughs> and the advert come out and said, well, I want to do it Tuesday, but I'll do it Wednesday because I really don't want to do it Thursday and it'll be on sometime in the evening. Yeah, I don't because know. <laughs> I, I know it's new to Doctor Who, but we're going to still start it. Um <laughs> <laughs> See, I just can't. I'm, I'm concerned because I just can't believe that this game is going to be as interesting as Heavy Rain. That, that's my problem with it. Is I'm just concerned. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I don't know, know if it will be as funny, but it's pretty bad. I, mean, I think it will be still as funny. Comments. I'm hoping there's going to be like because I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be like in David Cage's mind again, and so that will make it funny because he doesn't know how. <laughs> what? You know, because you know David Cage doesn't understand how humans interact with each other, and so. <laughs> I'm really hoping that's where the where the comedy is going to come from from this, but I don't know. We'll John, see. you didn't mind Beyond, did you? I, did, I quite liked it. It had its moments. It had some good moments. I enjoyed it, but um, there's definitely plenty to laugh at, including oh, one yeah. particular scene, which uh, is a nightmare. the whole desert area. Yeah. But, oh, um, my God. I cannot wait for James to do the desert bit. It's all about the desert bit in that game, James. I know. See, I bought cool. Fahrenheit as well, but I, 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 maybe that would be Mate, that game is a fucking horror well. show. Yeah, but you've already played that. Listen, um, I will, of course, be doing the highlight reel on our YouTube channel, so please subscribe to us on YouTube. And uh, as and when uh, James does his streams, I'll do the little highlight reel. We, that always goes down well. Right, okay, Any anything else um, in the feedback? That's it. I mean, Cap- Capone tweeted saying, is Computer Game Pod about to break the gaming podcast or thou shall not discuss the same game for more than two weeks in a row? Uh, uh, Capone, I'm not sure if you heard last year's well, it wasn't 2016. It was it was the year of Titanfall 2. I mean, there, was, there must be seven or eight episodes in a row. Well, um, Titanfall 2, but there wasn't there one towards the start of this year where you banged on about it nonstop? No. I can't remember. You've Very definitely unlikely. mentioned No Man's Sky too much. I know that much. Uh, right, okay, fine. Hilarious that, joke. That um, is it for the follow-up. If you want to tweet, it says at Computer Game Pod on Twitter or the Computer Game Show at gmail.com. Time for news. Sean. Sean. Sure, no. Fuck it. Um, uh, this was uh, quite a discussion we had in the week about who was going to take over the news. Um, a lot of people would turn around. I think we would talk about it on the Discord or we would do it, talk about it on the Twitch stream or something. And they were going, well, what does David do? I edit. Fair enough, I'm not editing this week. But I, <laughs> I edit. That takes up more time than any of this shit. Um, but I was, I was actually gonna start putting together the news this week until james out of nowhere in our the new tcgs group said hey i'll do it i'll do it i want to do it this week so james i, I mean just, i just thought i'll have yours. another crack at it you know like because we, we did <laughs> last it. time i mean i used for to those do it when we first started haven't listened yeah for those of you that haven't listened from the start james would just chuck in rumors and report <laughs> that as news and and then ask us what was that was where the phrase what could that mean come from because james was talking about stock prices and it had no sense to anything <laughs> didn't look into anything other than the headline that was it with james yeah, so it let's just see like, headline, if he's what, improved. Can, what can that mean 
you guys discuss it now. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's perfect. Get angry at us when we weren't really right. convinced that he'd properly told us the news. James, okay, you, this is your time to redeem yourself. This I've got some going. financials in here, actually. Um, oh, no, let's put them in the, pop, pop them in the bin. <laughs> Get the jingle Get out. Okay. The no- news. So the first thing we've got is new PlayStation VR uh, hardware that's coming out in Japan, apparently. Talking of stealth launch, mm. um, I only just saw this today. Was it on Eurogamer? It was, uh, yeah. Um, more everywhere, but yeah. Right, there was a picture of it, and I, I just thought, what? How have I not heard of this? How has Matt not messaged me about it eight times, about how many he's pre-ordered? <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> well, it only really came out today, didn't it? Like, the news of this stuff. It came out? No, the news of it came out today. Oh, right, the news. Okay, right. It okay, they announced out. it today. I <laughs> 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 so just thought, it was in the shots already, and I'd just completely yeah, missed it. has been out six weeks, mate. <laughs> so what, what is it then, Matt? You're the VR guy. Well, I thought James was the news guy. Yeah, so, Good point, uh, James. It's just a redesigned helmet, isn't it? <laughs> right, thanks, Matt. <laughs> anyway, um, well, yeah. So it's 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 weird, really. There's it's not really a redesigned helmet, uh, a headset. What they've done is <laughs> they have fixed the big. You right, James? Shit, you broke James. James, you okay, mate? He's on he the pa- floor. Blame he passed me. out again. <laughs> I think he's passed sorry, out, I, James. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Go on. Oh. <laughs> what was that noise? James, stop muting yourself. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Matt, go. One of the biggest issues with the current PlayStation VR headset is that um, they announced, uh, they released this, and then they released the PlayStation 4 Pro, which does HDR. The If this is plugged in, it can't do HDR. With this new model, they've they've done it so it, you, you can have a whole, whole thing plugged in and you can still have HDR in your games, which is a, a frankly, bu- frankly ridiculously bizarre thing that happened to the first one, but it is what it is. Um, so there's a new processor unit, and that supports HDR pass-through. They've also um, changed it, so instead of like 14 cables within a headset and the processor box, there's now one slim cable, which is which is really good, because previously there's so many cables, and they were quite heavy. Uh, I had to basically tuck them into my like trousers or my pocket, because I was able to... The, head, the, head, the headset would fall out. Oh, no, not a headset, they actually were headphones. Speaking of which, the headphones are now as opposed to being attached to the cable that comes that comes down from the headset, they're actually attached to the headset itself. Um, so again, a lot less cables. Uh, this yeah, thing, that looked good. That, that was the first thing I noticed, the fact that the headphones themselves are actually built into the the headset, aren't they? Yeah. They're not just I dangling mean, down. Well, yeah, so rather than just like a standard pair of like in-ear headphones which attach to cable that these aren't built in so much but they are they're basically attached to the headset rather than the cable and they look a lot better uh, but yeah this thing comes out on the 14th of october in japan they say it's gonna be around the same sort of suggested retail price there is gonna be a bundle with the camera um, what does that mean I know I'm being James Farley here, but what do they mean by it's going to be around the same <laughs> sort of retail? Well, no, 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 I'm saying that because basically it's um, it's around the same sort of yen, but but, uh, um, but they haven't announced like UK price, so I don't know what it's going to be. Right. But, but uh, same so, yen though, right? It's the same yen, yeah, 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 yeah. Similar yen, it's the same yen. Gotcha. Um, the, well, I guess one of the biggest issue. Well, I mean, I, personally, I think uh, so. It doesn't really bother me, mostly because I, I um I, when I don't have my, my PSVR plugged in all the time, so the HDR thing doesn't really it doesn't really bother me. If I played PSVR all the time, 
and also play all my other PS4 Pro games, yes, that would definitely annoy. I guess one of the issues is that there's a new processor unit, but you can't just buy the processor unit separately. And maybe, you know, So if they sell that, I'll, I'll buy a new processor unit, so I'm going to add HDR pass-through. At least that's one thing I can fix. I can't fix, obviously, the big cables and stuff. But you can't just buy the, the separate... You can't buy the components separately. You have to basically buy the whole new headset. Um, mm. So, so, so if you're buying one now, or you know, in, in, in not too distant future, these are great little quality of life changes. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't think it's enough to, to really kick off about if you, if you're an existing owner. I mean, yes, this comes out a year and a day after the first one, and, and I didn't really expect a revision. Uh, certainly not annually, but not for like not, not for two two years really. In all honesty, two or three years. So it's a total, it's a bit of a surprise. This is, I guess, what I would call a stealth start um <laughs> release but uh yeah i, I mean it, it it's good that they're, that, they're, that they're doing something and they are making changes to it like it shows that there is some commitment to the to the actual headset if they were just leaving it and not doing anything i'd be more concerned but this shows that that maybe they've received enough feedback or they just want to move forward with a much better design but people aren't saying well i can't even do hdr on this thing so it's good that they have that they've clearly done something and that, to put out a better headset um, doesn't bother me. And sorry, just to make it clear, um, when you're saying about it not being able to do HR, uh, HDR, yeah. you don't actually mean in the VR games, do you? No, you no, mean- no. So basically, um, how PSVR works, if you haven't got one, is there is a process unit which basically attached is to your PlayStation. So you've got PS4 um, to HDMI and that's the processor unit and that goes to the headset you can play your regular PS4 games uh, with the headset attached you'd, you'll just play them on TV as, as you would but if all that mess of cables is attached to your PlayStation then you, you have to you can't do HDR in your games you've got to attach everything and plug your TV to your PlayStation as normal to get HDR um, and there's so many cables that it can be a nightmare if you want if you really want to do that and if you want to have your PSVR attached all the time uh, I personally don't, um, but it is a ball lake. So this this means you can have your PSVR attached, connected all the time, so you don't have to keep detaching and attaching cables every time you want to play it, but you can still enjoy HDR in your games. So the people that are going to benefit from this, to be clear, are the people that are going to buy another £350 headset, have a 4K HDR TV, and a PS4 Pro? Uh, well, HDR is actually... It works on all PS4s now, not just the um, not just the Pro. Uh, but yeah, uh, certainly the first two. <laughs> yeah, but you're still going to need a fucking seven hundred pound TV or whatever. Yeah, I mean, um, you, you can get HDR now from like six hundred TVs, but whatever. Regardless, um, I mean, even it. better. Yeah, yeah, you've got it, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I mean, I, I you know I, I like buying things on day one, and I always like to have the best thing available. But this uh, this doesn't bother me. I'm not going to spend three hundred three hundred fifty quid on just the ability to have HDR. So, so you say that now, Matt, but come next week... I've pre-ordered one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was about to say, the guy's, get, the guy's about to drop a £1,000 on a fucking phone. So I'm not, you know, I don't think £350 for a slightly better VR headset is beyond yeah, the real, um, realm of possibility. It doesn't, interest, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't interest me. It also doesn't bother me, but I am also laid back as fuck. I'm sure if you ask someone else who might have bought one in the last like, few weeks, they'll be pretty annoyed, I guess. Uh, what, what do you think, John? You've obviously got yours yeah, as well. Oh, oh, hold on. Did you just say you're laid back as fuck? What? I'm, I'm, <laughs> aren't I? <laughs> Why not? I mean, okay. Uh, what do I think about it? <laughs> I thought I was, pretty, I was pretty laid back. But anyway. um, yeah. I don't know. In I don't some know. You wanted two hours to set up our Twitch stream before we went live last week. Mm. Uh, well, okay, yeah. But I'm also a bit of a perfectionist. So I do want to make, you know, regardless, whatever. John, what do you think? <laughs> All those laid back perfectionists. 
laid back perfectionist. <laughs> um, what do I think? Yeah, I'm the same as you, mate. I was a bit. I was like, oh, well, it would be good if my one was like that. And then I thought, well, I haven't actually turned my one on in about four months. So, um, so what can I do? It just makes me feel sick. I wish it didn't. I loved uh, thingy. What's that? Super hot. I love that. Super hot. Um, yeah, I, 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 it, that definitely kind of reminded me how amazing the art can be. And I actually, I do love the tech. It's just, I've not turned it on. And it's, it's kind of embarrassing to say. It just sort of sits hanging there looking a bit forlorn. But um, yeah, about this new launch. It's just like, oh, fair enough. Kind of wish mine had that HDR password because I'd be more inclined to keep it plugged in. But <coughs> mm-hmm. at the same time, oh, mate, I just literally, because where I'm sat now, I can just look at those cables and it's just, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I mean, you said you were going to sell it, right? Yeah, I thought about selling it. And then I just... I don't know. The, I don't have the box. And this is, none of this is interesting. But um, <laughs> I'll probably keep hold of it because there will be something that comes out, like like a super. Hot. There's something that I want to check out. I think. Um, yeah, the the previews of the VR mode for Grand Turismo Sport have been pretty positive, actually. Um, Every racing game's made me want to yak, though. So I just yeah, true that. It's oh, a shame. You think get used to. It. I mean, like I said, I mean, on the live PSVR one, I wanted to you know vomit within the first lap and a half, but now I can play Drive Club with no issues whatsoever. Um, yeah, I mean, there's also Skyrim VR if you can be bothered. There's nah, some... Skyrim Switch, boy. Yeah, yeah you know. That's yeah, a, that's yeah, that's a good point. This, they've also announced new move controllers. Now, again, people have been wanting what? new move controllers forever. You know, they're like, oh, it's so annoying. Basically, if he's had like a maybe like a touchpad, like Vive controllers or mm. an analog stick, how good would these be? They've announced redesigned uh, move controllers. They're the same, except they've now got uh, micro USB instead of mini USB. Oh, so at least you can charge them using the same cable. Yeah, yeah. So you can charge yeah. them using the same cable. They also say that they will only work on PS4, so they're removing PS3 support, whatever that really means. Who knows? But yeah, new move controllers, no doubt really expensive uh, because they can. Uh, but yeah, those also come out in, in October. Um, I would challenge the fact that loads of people have wanted this forever. Um, a, a revised sorry, loads of people on the PSVR control. Reddit community. <laughs> Matt's mates Um, okay fine that was the first news story second news story please well it's the second one I didn't choose it just appeared here so I'm I don't know I don't know anything about this really so how have you not heard about the Atari box because well I've heard about it but I just don't care I mean it's um so this it, is the kickstarted yeah. um mini thing isn't it I thought no. this this um no. this bought this was bought out a while ago No, no, well, no? yeah so a, a while ago I might as well do it cuz James isn't going to uh, a while ago Atari said they go to a new console um and then they said yeah to protect us or I can't remember what the, what the words are but basically they go do it through crowd crowdfunding they've announced in the last week or actually it's on the 30th of September that it's going to be called the Atari box um, it's going to have some custom AMD processor, but more importantly, it's going to be a minimum of $250. So it's going to be a minimum, well, minimum of $250 for a Atari console where, I mean, yeah, I, it, amazing. I can't wait to see what this thing actually does. Um, well, apparently did the AMD you, did chip you read isn't, the story, bad. Matt? Um, I, I flick through bits. What, what bits take your fancy? Well, because they were kind of <laughs> critical of it because it's like, What's it for? Because it's it apparently it's going to play like Steam stuff. I think was one of the things, but but not like at a very sort of like high resolution or anything. And the whole point that they kept making was like, why would you buy one of these instead of like a PlayStation or an Xbox, which has a lot more like going for it? Yeah, I mean. because it, this also runs on on Linux. So, so yeah, yeah I, I guess getting Steam stuff on would be pretty easy. But um, yeah, who? I mean, 
the fact it's like a 250 <laughs> plus dollar uh, Atari machine is uh, fascinating. So, I mean, I don't know what this is going to do, but I'm interested to see what happens when they announce it. We're going to see a lot more of this. Nintendo have set, you know, set precedent here. Just whack shit out and people buy it. <laughs> no, but this, this is totally yeah, different. Yeah, this, this is, is totally like, different to like this isn't yeah. a mini retro console. This is a tie having a new console um, out there. Is it? Is it? But who who are Atari now? Like, what are they? Because it's not obviously <laughs> no no. So it's, it's a spiritual question from James. No no because it's it, they're nothing to do with what they used to be. And <laughs> the last thing I remember of them being was they were they were infogrames, weren't they? They bought like the license and became Atari. Like they renamed themselves Atari, yeah. and that all went badly. And then, so who are they now? Like, what's what is it? I mean, no one's got the answer to it, so it's a question that doesn't need to be asked on this podcast. Next, next uh, story: the Wii Shop channel is getting shut down in January two thousand nineteen. No, oh no, next story. No, no, this this is no, this is legit shame. This is because this is legit this means shame. Well. shame. No, <laughs> legit shame bro. He's got a whole new vocab this week. Isn't he? I'm getting ready for the Twitch shame, streaming. Bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready for the Go streaming, on. but no, it's it is a shame because there's like a whole bunch of games that are just going to totally disappear now because of this, and that is a shame. Like for game Didn't preservation, they say no, and that, aren't they protected? Like your your purchases are still protected or something? Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to re-download them again because they're going to be shutting the whole thing down. But it's just well, what the, do you want them to do? Well, no, because I don't want to do it. I'm just saying. Look, David, I, I can still just say it's a shame that it's being shut down. I understand why they're doing it. But it's still oh, a shame, right. because it, it okay. means that there was loads of stuff that came out on the virtual console on the Wii that we're probably never going to see like again on that kind of thing, because there was like you know Commodore 64 stuff, yeah. there was like Mega Drive, there Master System, all that Adventure, kind of thing. Bonk's Revenge, Bonk 3, Bog's Big Adventure. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to do? I'll be honest with you, I could not give less of a shit. I, 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 I wasn't a fan of the Wii. Uh, I could only imagine that that Wii store was a complete fucking nightmare. So, um, yeah, I mean, the only one that sticks out... What, the, what Wasn't that Steven Spielberg game quite big on it, on the that, Wii shop thing? I mean, Boom Blocks. Boom Blocks. That's the one. Uh, oh, uh, J- I played that J- and J- I thought, J- shit. That's going. No, but the, what's it called? The, Wii, the Wii's like, virtual console was good. It was one of the good things about the system. It? it was way better than the um, than the Wii U's one. Yeah, they had loads of, there was so much content on there. And it's just a shame that All it's right, name, name your favourite bit of content from there. Can I, can I name mine? Yeah, go for it. Princess Tomato <laughs> in the Salad Kingdom. That's one of the ones that's going. <laughs> or, Come on, James. No, I, I enjoyed being able to like play like Master System games again because it reminded me of being a kid again. What's wrong with that? Well, you could buy... I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, Mr. Defensive. Listen, you buy one of those um, mini Master System things that they've got everywhere. Buy one of them. You'd be sorted. You'd be laughing, mate. James, how upset are you that Scat, the special cybernetic attack team, is leaving the (laughs) Wii Shop channel? I'm sure there's some gems on there, seriously, that people don't know about. It's like Xbox Live Indie Games. you know. James, you got nothing, have you? No. Oh, no, no, no. no. James, James has got a point. I've just seen a game here. Super Air Zonk Rockabilly Paradise. <laughs> so, he's got a point. Next story. FIFA physical sales are down this year. <laughs> what could that mean? But No, no, okay. There is an interesting part to this story because the Switch apparently has only had 3% of the sales. Yeah, that's James is my favourite. Switch is only three percent. Yeah, it's the. Is is that surprising or no? I don't think it is because the thing is, I mean, the 
the PS4's got such a massive, like, you know, sort of install base now. And it's got I, an online system. Yeah, well, no, the, the Switch one, I'll talk about this later, but the Switch one's got that as well, to a degree. But Yeah, well, I'm still interested. Will you still be able to play FIFA um, 2018 online on the Switch this time next year without having to pay a subscription? No idea. Exactly. It's fucking weird that we don't know that. Mm. We're buying games but and we I, I, don't I know don't if they're going to be blocked I'll off. happily pay a subscription if there's a system worth paying for. No, you, you don't that? care yeah, about that. Brilliant. You, what I'm saying is they that... They fixed it. Okay, right, okay. Enough of this. But what I'm saying is that you're buying a game that you can play online, but it might just suddenly in the future go, okay, now you've got to play if you want to play it online. Like, it, it just... I, I'm not... Don't feel right. It feels weird that we still don't know what's going on with the online stuff for this console. Yeah, I basically just assumed there isn't going to be an online thing for this console. I'm st- as I said, I've said before. I think it's going that way, and I, I think that's the only way that it's going to happen where people aren't going to get angry, and that they say, "Look, you can play online for free now. We're, we're not going to charge you for online, but we are going to introduce this service where if you want to subscribe to Nintendo games, here you go." See, which I think people will jump for. I think that you're crediting Nintendo with being far more self-aware than they are. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. And I think, I think that they're I've just going to go ahead with whatever they, they were originally going to do, and they think that everything's fine. John, uh, am I know. being odd weirding out about this? Yeah, no, I mean, I understand your point, mate, but um, I just kind of always knew that was coming. So, yeah, it would be one, weird one day when they say, oh, you've got to pay now, but I'd be like, oh, yeah, that would be my reaction. I, I can't pretend to be up in arms about it any more than that. I'd just be like, oh, yeah, I've got to pay now. That's, they said that all along. So it's like yeah, and the I same guess. with the, the Wii, Wii Shop. In principle, uh, it, it's a real shame, and and a lot of people are saying this is why physical is better than digital, etc., etc., etc. Because obviously it doesn't go anywhere, and you know you don't necessarily own these games. But at the same time, if I was to think about it, if I actually care, yeah. I don't. And that's just uh, I don't know. I, don't, I think about the sort of a finite lifespan and everything just crumbling to dust. So why would I care about uh, <laughs> Zonk's Revenge yeah. on, on Wii Shop? But yeah, long story short, it is a bit weird, but if it's only 20 quid a year, I mean, and you get some Nintendo games and shit, the thing is, I'll be like, oh, that's annoying, I'll pay you, and I'll just forget for another year, and then it'll come up again, that's what happens on the other ones. It reminds me, I, I'm I'm due to go on the Retro Asylum podcast soon, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sorry, I, what? D- d- I mean, the Retro Asylum yeah, podcast. What, uh, why? Uh, because I was invited to go on there, but the, this this is it though, Matt, I don't know what I'm going to say. They, they, they sent the subjects over that we're going to talk about, and one of the subjects is, oh, why is it that some people don't go back and play old games? And I'm like, well, I've got plenty to say on that, because I fucking don't. <laughs> I don't go anywhere near them. I mean, you if it's, if it's not 2017, it's, uh... it's shit, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Standard. Um, yeah, so when, you know, when stuff like that gets turned off, I'm not really that bothered. Sometimes I'll put on an old game and play it for two minutes, and go, oh yeah, that, that was an old game that I played, wasn't it? And then turn it off again and not play again. It's, um, yeah, I don't really care. Well, how did we get there? Um, Sorry, just, speaking, to, speaking of old games, yeah. have you seen what they're doing with FIFA? They've released this version called the Legacy Edition. Have you seen this? They no. always do that. Oh, do they? I thought it was a new thing. I've never yeah. seen it before. No, no, the, the Leg- is this for, which, which console is this for? It's for, well, basically, it's a legacy edition of, of FIFA 18 is for PS3 and 360. Yeah. And basically, there's no new oh, gameplay. Right. Yeah, they don't change anything. Kits. Oh, is yeah. yeah, no, they've, yeah, they've done that for years. Because yeah, when I was in Tesco, I mean, it was still that. coming out on the PS, PS2 for, 
Yeah. You know, it was only it weren't that long ago they yeah. stopped doing it for the PS2. I saw that Tesco and I was like, is that like what is it some like weird retro cover? <laughs> like I didn't quite get what it meant because it's forty five quid. And I was like, that can't be right. Um anyway. No. Legacy edition. Yeah, it's literally okay. just like a stat update and that's it. And they change the kits and I think that's about all they do. It's literally doing what all those, you know, narky, snarky people say that they do every year with the main game. All they do is change the kit of Shat App. Um, right, okay, cool. Is that it? Are we done with news? Or uh, no, the Red Red trailer came out. Did anyone see this? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, John, be honest with you, you pissed me off a little bit in the, when we were chatting about it. Did I? How so? Yeah, I said... Um, Oh my god, that looks amazing! Yeah, that's great. And then you went, no, it's just the usual rock star thing where they just say things. Oh, I didn't mean to sound so downbeat. Um, apologies. <laughs> you went. I went legitimately pissed okay, off. Okay, good. I was kind of like, uh, no, oh, don't that's get not me wrong. Right. That, that trailer just reminded me. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna, re, I'm gonna rewind because I don't want to do the thing where I just say negative stuff first without saying the positive <laughs> stuff. It looks fucking amazing. The game's going to be amazing. I'm unbelievably pumped for it. Um, Rockstar have created some of the most in- incredible worlds of all time. Red Dead Redemption is one of my favourite games of all time. This is going to be amazing. So, with that said, that particular trailer, just the the kind of cadence of it and the pacing of it, just reminded me of so many of the trailers that they've done over the last few years. Yeah. That I kind of it just kind of washed over me, and it's nothing to do with the game, and it's nothing to do with how it looks, or it's, it's basically nothing to do with anything. It was just like a bit of action cut to a one line, a bit of action, and it's it was literally just a comment on. That style of trailer, maybe it's time for Rockstar to change I mean, the style yeah, of trailer the just because it washed years, over me a bit. No, no, they haven't. They, they they changed it a little while ago. They they do these ones, and then they do the ones with the narrator saying, "What we are doing this time in okay. this game?" But you're saying you know, that they do these ones. That, maybe these ones should just change the style a little bit. That's what I'm saying because it washed over me a little bit in a way that a Red Dead trailer shouldn't. That's all I'm oh, thinking. Man. Yeah, I, I definitely a reaction to I it. I was loving it. Really? No, 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 yeah. I mean, again, I again, it. the game's incredible, etc., yeah, etc. Et but this is like, yeah, it's like it's a it's a close-up shot. It's some dialogue. It's an action shot. It's I I I know that sounds like every trailer, but it's very much the music and the way the dialogue's delivered and a shot. It just seems like I've seen this a million times before. I mean, the game's gonna be incredible, no doubt. But new trailer. Oh will be man, nice. I loved it. I really loved it. I just thought it was great. It just I Good. don't care I about don't that stuff. You like, not feel like that. What? I don't want to make you not feel like that. That's awesome. Well, you have. Well, I'm uh, absolutely gutted now. I'm not buying it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not buying that fucking game now. You've ruined it for me. We Dave. I know. Tell me about it. We do. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I am uh, yeah. I'm well pumped. I thought I thought graphically it looked absolutely stunning. Oh yeah, man. It's jokes. Um, it's, it's absolute yeah, jokes. I, I, it's just. I love Red Dead. Me too. And I can't wait to... And I'm, I'm glad yeah, there's a I bit of time as well. There's a bit, you know, it's coming out. There's a nice breather because we've got crazy... We're in a crazy period. We've got another crazy period coming up towards the back end of this month. And then, you know, the November, new console, that sort of stuff. Not that there's any games for it, but you know what I mean? And then there's a, a little breather. You need a little breather for something like that. I can't launch into a game of that vast size after everything else that's coming out this year. I need a couple of weeks, you know what I mean? Absolutely, and um, you know, the, there's the, always that comment you see from devs saying, "Look, you, there's a reason why everyone wants to get their game out around Christmas time. It makes a huge difference to sales." I think the exception to that is any Rockstar game, and um, the, the, I, you know, it's it's going to be in the charts for ages. It's you know going to sell a ridiculous amount of money. So the only problem I may have is that I I'll be interested to see how close it is to the Far Cry uh, launch. Because 
you know, they're not similar games, but they are both. When's that? Know, when's that just really come out? I thought that was a bit sooner. Far Cry's early next year, right? Yeah, but um, Red Dead's like May. And Red isn't Dead's it? yeah. 2018. I don't think they've said I May. Know. I think they've said early 2018. But then all the other loads of other GTAs have also been out in May. So May is yeah. a safe, right. a safe bet. I mean, Far well, Cry's we'll we'll going to be, be a speck on the, on Red Dead's radar, is it? What are you talking about? Well, I, I mean, well, I, I, are you saying like you don't want to have both games because they're both similar, or are you worried about sales of one? No, or the no, other? no. I'm just worried about having two big games. That I'm really excited for coming out of very similar time because I'm going to be like. Argh. You know, one of them's gonna have to slip by, and it probably would be Far Cry if it was out of those two. But, um, but yeah, and I mean, Far Cry's huge. Like they sell ridiculous yeah. amount of copies of those. Far Cry's out games. in February, so there's plenty of time. Assuming right, that okay. Red Dead does come sort of May June, as the as the pre all their previous games have. Yeah, recently. no, that's fine. Good. A three month gap is good. Yeah. Is good. We're all good. Okay, calm down. Yeah, it's all fine. Calm Dave. down. Last story. Uh, you got Fortnite versus Blue Hole on it. Right. <laughs> I didn't write it. So I, you know. I know, I know, I wrote it, but it's just the way you delivered it. I love it. Um, so this is interesting, isn't it, John? What what's have got? I mean, you're probably best to talk about because you introduced me to Fortnite sure. this week. Um, what's the story here then? Okay, so we won't go into the specifics of the game. So I'm assuming we're going to talk about that in the meat of the podcast in a minute. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, as many of you know, Fortnite, the game from Epic that got announced a billion years ago, I think by Cliffy B when he was still there, um, which is a sort of survival horde game where you can sort of quickly craft stuff. Uh, it came out to a little fanfare this year, about finally, in a weird sort of paid early access. And kind of, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how well it did, but it seemed like it was a sort of minor flop, maybe sort of picked up a bit of a community. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, in the last uh, sort of 10 days, they released uh, a brand new update to it, a completely standalone package, um, a PvP Battle Royale mode. And... To say it's like PUBG would be the understatement of the year. It is literally the same thing. I mean, there are differences, and we'll talk about them when we actually talk about the game, but it's it's flagrant. You go across a map at the beginning in a bus instead of a plane in a straight line. You drop down. You find weapons in houses. It is literally exactly the same game. Now, of course, this genre wasn't invented by PUBG, blah, blah, blah. There's all, you know, we know that sort of stuff. But this has come out, and the vice president of Bluehole who make PUBG, they're the, um, the studio in Korea, uh, has said, you know, they're kind of perturbed, I'm paraphrasing of course, but um, they're kind of perturbed by what they've seen and sort of feel slightly betrayed by Epic. Well, this is this is the quote. He said, okay. we've had an ongoing relationship with Epic Games throughout PUBG's development as they are the creators of Unreal Engine 4, the engine we license uh, for the game. Uh, after listening to the growing feedback from our community and reviewing the gameplay for ourselves, we are concerned that Fortnite may be replicating the experience for which PUBG is known. We have also noticed that Epic Games references PUBG in the promotional material for Fortnite to their community and in communications with the press. This was never discussed with us, and we don't feel that that is right. Uh, they also said that they were going to look into you know further action against it, which um, I think. I mean, we were chatting about this last. Uh, well, I think it was last night. I I think it just shows a team that hasn't come up against this sort of thing before mm-hmm. they, they haven't been I, I, you can't call it being plagiarized it's this is what makes it sticky it's a game mode you know the, they've they've not copied and pasted the the you know the code from the game no, they no, haven't no. um put assets from the game in the in this game um they've literally introduced the same game mode 
yeah. into their game. And if you weren't able to do that, you would only see one game with Capture the Flag. You'd only see yeah. one game with a deathmatch. Yeah, someone mentioned, you know I mean? the, you know, like, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, every fighting game has two bars at the top, you know, and then you've got a guy fighting each other. But that, that, was, that came from Street Fighter, really. But, you yeah. know, every, yeah. every fight, but, that's but just then, the genre now. I mean, I, I haven't played any Fortnite, but I've, I've watched a, a, f- a few streams over the last week or so. But even like the um, even the little bar that comes up when you're healing yourself, that's also a white circle. So they could on that definitely. They literally, in that case, have just thought, let's just do exactly what PUBG have done. I don't think you could copyright a, a white no, circle. No, 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 you can't. But oh, it's flagrant, Matt. Don't get me exactly wrong. It's, it, it, it's shameless. It's absolutely shameless. They, they've just gone, we can make this too. Um, we've got the engine in place. Don't get me wrong; it's kind of you feel a bit dirty, but at the same time, as we'll talk about later, I mean, fuck it, because it's really good. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the, this is the thing. I mean, I, I got a little bit bummed out when it appeared that Rockstar just ripped it off, and it turns out they hadn't mm. really. But um, I was a little bit like, "Oh my god, come on, guys, man, you're fucking well, we're absolutely loads, loads of PUBG you don't need to do that." Aren't we in the next year or two? Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised um, it's taking this long. Yeah. What makes it snide? Mm. What makes it? A little, like you were saying, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth or whatever. It does, but even more so the fact that they were actually working with the PUBG yeah. team. Now we don't uh, know to what extent. Is it just a, you know, they license it out and they have a bit of support, or and they then so Bluehole calls them their partners in that respect because you are technically partners, or is it literally like an ongoing project between them? We don't know exactly what it is, but you're I mean, right. They're making money, aren't they, from every sale of PUBG? Because they're making their, money, yeah, yeah. Um, and but also, yeah, it's it's different to say I don't know, plucking any development studio out there, Konami just deciding to to make. You know, a PUBG clone is, you know, there is evidence or at least suggested evidence that the Epic had seen all this shit before. But, yeah. um, you know, and it I is what it learnings is. Between uh, the studios. I, I doubt there'll be any. Well, of course they did. I mean, if, if who didn't know about PUBG? Yeah. Like, and, and, and to be, for them to be working on their engine, hmm. you'd have to know that they knew it yeah. about it a lot earlier than, than we but did. But of course, do we all have a leg to stand on anyway because it's a game mode taken from mods in another game and yeah you know, I mean, it's well, all, this all is this anyway did you see the video in question where they mentioned PUBG? um i think i saw a quote where it mentioned PUBG. yeah i know they mentioned it by name the whole announcement i was like oh okay they're doing that and i just completely basically ignored it and then i saw the stories were kicking off and then i yeah, just decided so, to download um, it on I the watched, off chart i watched the announcement video um and it it I mean, it's so cleverly worded. What he says and how he says everything okay. is is so cleverly worded that you realise that this is actually a legitimate company that knows what they're doing and knows what they're doing is is completely legal. They're not going to mm. get done for it because um, everything he was saying. It, like, it, when he introduced it, he said, "We're we're a big fan of the battle royale genre." And then he said games like PUBG and then mentioned about another four games uh, yeah, that yeah. obviously have the similar mode, mm. but I'd never heard of any of them. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's like, oh, come on, mate. You know what you're doing here. You know what you're doing. It, it, it was like a little wink towards the PUBG team going, yeah, it's not just you that do this type of game, you know, so you can't just say we're ripping you off. It was just, it felt, maybe it was because I had that in my mind that this whole thing was going on. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's, nasty but then i guess that's business i think the other thing that's a bit odd is that not odd but off is that it's free mm. so like and it's got to the console market before pubg has uh so i mean i went on twitch the other night and i was looking at the trending videos and it was all fortnite 
all of it because people are just downloading this game for free and playing that. Um, whereas PUBG is going to come out on the Xbox One now. I, I don't know how well it's going to be. It's still going to storm. Yeah, I mean, it's going to blow up. Yeah, they're up to 13 million you units. Think, yeah, yeah I don't think. Do you think it's going to shift more than Fortnite? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to I think it will because, everything. yeah. I'd be interested to Do hear the think- numbers on Fortnite. Yeah. So would I. I mean, I, they I, I have know one they million. said that the, the, there's like a million people playing it on that first weekend. I don't mean that first day. First day, oh, first yeah. day yeah, they yeah, launched, and, and it was in one the top few like, trending trending games on on Twitch. Like like I said, for a day or two. So. Oh, and normal, 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 yeah, let, let's Matt, look now. I think you're underestimating Fortnite. I bet you it's top four right now. It's crazy, man. It's like I reckon those numbers that we heard day one are going to be they're going to be small compared to what they are now, because yeah, it's just. I have seen almost those big all of the top streamers. It. Almost all of the top streamers play. It's still under PUBG, obviously. But yeah, well, what I've what I've watched a lot of the top streamers do is that they they've all said we've all been hammering PUBG for weeks, like ten hours a day for weeks, and and they all like, well, you know, it's the same sort of style of game, but there's new things to learn about it. So they're all sort of doing it as almost like the methadone for their for for, for their PUBG addiction, and I think that's why they're all happily moving over to it to see to see how it works. Yeah, and all but I still think it's good, it's good. Absolutely destroy things on Xbox. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll they'll smash it. I've got no doubt about that. I mean, there's room for both. There's absolutely room for both. I mean, I play both because you once you get into Fortnite, you do realise there are some some wrinkles and some differences anyway. But yeah, Fortnite's currently still in the top ten comfortably it, it, on Twitch, and it was up to it was uh, it was above Counter Strike yesterday. It, is it above Lawbreakers? Oh. It's well above Lawbreakers. So yeah, Cliffy is crying into his. Uh, I was going to head into his cup of tea. I don't know if he drinks tea. Cliffy B drinking tea. Might drink tea. Yeah, might Might drinks tea. Uh, James, what do you make of all this? What what do you think? Uh, Is this a bang out of order? Is this bang out of order, though? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, because I've I've not played... I don't want to say it, because I hate that fucking acronym. Yeah, so do I. Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. Yeah, okay, yeah. I've I've never played it, but I played Fortnite a little bit um, the other day, but I still not long enough to really understand why it's good. Do you see what I mean? I need to. I really need to yeah, play yeah. like more of it to sort of get an idea. But I, I don't really see why this is a massive problem, though, because, like we said, you know, there's been this has happened like throughout the industry all the time. You know, people like sort of copying, you know, sort of um, you know, copying games and having like newer versions of stuff. And it's I, I think, tell you why in general, people. I, I think it's a good thing because I think yeah, but I tell you why people will get get any on with it because PUBG still has that sort of indie feel mm-hmm. to it. It's still I know obviously it's a you know it's huge but people are still a bit like oh no it's this guy that made this game and then all of a sudden a company like epic have have just done it i think that's why people are taking it a little bit more like personal than maybe they should but is Uh, is battlegrounds really like a a tiny team that's made it because i don't know anything about it it's it was originally wasn't it yeah he originally worked on mods for like daisy and 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 armor daisy and whatnot and then he had this idea and then this korean company approached him I, i believe um and then now this game's made um yeah but it's but it's, it's still mm. very, because it's player unknowns battleground uh, yeah and it feels like a bit of an indie darling that blew up it, that that's it, Dave's absolutely right that's why people are up in arms about it and yeah it, it PUBG is the hotness everyone's playing everyone's loving and um, for then for a big company in Invercomms Epic just to come over and say brilliant we'll do that and now we're going to get the spoils that's what people are up in arms about 
PUBG is the hotness. Um, right, okay, let, let's just talk about the game then, yeah. John. So you you sent me a text message uh, last week, was it? Sometime, and you just said, right, you got to download this game, it's great. And I'd never heard of it, I didn't know what it was. You hadn't known of Fortnite? No, I hadn't. Um, uh, no, I, had, I hadn't. And then when I downloaded it and saw the splash screen at the start it was it i was like what is this some sort of zombie Mm. cartoon game what the fuck is this about um and then i started playing it and i thought oh my god this is just like player unknown's battlegrounds like down to the parachuting in at the start of this bus thing it was like uh, oh my god right okay i understand now uh started playing it and yeah i mean you could see why that game is so loved uh because if this gives it, a, it gives you a, like a, a just a little taste of what that game can do, then fuck me, uh, I've I've loved pretty much every night we've played it, John. Yeah, same as that. So um, yeah, I think I just saw just just being in my normal day, saw oh that Fortnite's out now, and I'm just sat in the the office. So I was like, oh fuck, it, I'll download it, and I knew it was as it was free and standalone. I just texted everybody saying, let's get on this, let's see if it's any good. Um, and then, yeah, I tested it out and I was like, within a couple of minutes of the first game playing solos, I was like, because I played some PUBG. I played a good few hours of PUBG on PC, but I'm not very good at it because I'm useless at mouse and keyboard and it runs like shit on my PC. But um, what I loved about PUBG and what everybody loves about that game is that that kind of sense of stress, of tension, of sort of, you know, the mounting fear that you might see somebody or, you know, it, it kind of gnaws at you. It's really, really... Um, a, oppressive is not the right word it's just incredibly intense and uh you know thrilling in a way that i've not really had in i can't even really match that to any other game and fortnite just has the same thing because it's the same game but it's well made enough to to match it so where it differs is yes you 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 start there's 100 players you drop in from a party bus which has glitchy audio instead of a plane you choose which part of the large not as large as PUBG, but large map to, to land on you parachute there and then just like Battlegrounds, you're trying to get into a building to loot it and get find guns, um, armor equivalents, etc., etc., and then stay alive for as long as possible. There's a circle on the map, exactly the same. The circle shrinks over time. You've got to stay inside the circle if you're outside it. You, you, anybody who knows this game knows what's happening here. And Fortnite manages to capture that same essence that, that PUBG has. Now, it doesn't have the vehicles of PUBG yet, so... That might change going forward. Um, they introduced, they quickly introduced squads mode and they're introducing duos this week. So they're, they're playing copycat, but they're doing it very quickly because they know they've got something here. They've got something massive here. This weapon didn't, this game didn't even have scope weapons, did it, up until last week? Uh, yeah. And then suddenly there's a sniper rifle in there. There's nothing with massive amounts of range still. So I still think they like the idea of keeping the combat fairly close. You still can't go prone. They might put that in. It still very much feels like a work in progress, but at the same time, it doesn't feel as sketchy as PUBG, weirdly. It runs pretty solid, and I guess that's because it's on the engine, the Fortnite, well, it's all Unreal 4, but the Fortnite engine that's sort of established and been in play for a few months now and on live servers, etc., etc. So, um, yeah, it's 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 really rather impressive. And where it differs from from PUBG, um, and the more I say that acronym, the more annoying it sounds to me, but yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Um, so what it differs is <laughs> the, the, the crafting, the crafting from the uh, the horde based game, which I've not played. Um, it makes it over, or at least in some part makes it over. So 
uh, at any point you can basically smash anything. You start the game with a pickaxe and you can smash stuff for resources, stone, wood or whatever. And you can build little walls and stairs and there'll be bits where you'll loot a house and you can hear a chest upstairs. The chests have like a sort of audio cue. And so you can build a set of stairs up to it and that's how you gradually learn about the crafting. But I, what I was doing is uh, a couple of times I finished in the top 20 in solos and then I just watched the, the rest of the players finish out the match. And you suddenly see there's people building giant staircases up into the sky or making themselves little forts very, very quickly. And once you get the hang of the crafting, you can really rattle out something in front of you in, in a matter of seconds. And it's a real game changer, really, because even though you can just play it straight, there are the this kind of wildcard element to it that um, does actually differ it on the battlefield to 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 the big dog. It also adds those moments of knowing that someone's been there as well. Yeah, you know, because in in um, uh, player unknown's battleground <laughs> and everything else is, it's usually uh, the doors open. Yeah. Someone's been here. Well, this one is like holy shit okay they've built a staircase up to the loft like there could be someone yeah, they up could there be in that loft. there might not we, be we at one yeah, point last night were in that loft horrific. and yeah yeah we were yeah. uh yeah so like we played last night and we got our first win mm-hmm. followed by our second yeah. win um in a squad mode we, we only had a squad of three but it, it, it supports up to four so uh yeah i was i mean that felt great it really did i mean in both of those i didn't kill a single person but it felt it didn't matter it felt like i was part of a team yeah. and we were all working together communication was strong mm. and we, it, it was absolutely fantastic to break down to the end and the te- the tension oh God, when the circle was right at the end yeah and we realized that the other guy was the other side of the circle and you could just see this silhouette on this hill and you just think he's mm. there we've split up it was weird because both down. times when we got to the end it was like four people left and we were three of them so i kind of got that confidence it's like unless we colossally fuck up here. We're probably going to win because there's only one of them. Yeah. But when it was like 12 left and you don't know where they are and the circle's that big, bigger, oh man, I was stressed. Yeah. So it's, we yeah, got into a terrific. squad just briefly with uh, my younger brother. He doesn't really play that many games anymore. So he has a PS4, obviously. He used to play games loads when he was a kid. So he's like eight years younger than me. Um, and somehow he won six games yesterday. He, he just got the game the day before and he won six games, four solos and two with us. He's some sort of savant when it comes to this game. He'd never played uh, player unknowns, anything like that. I hate him for this fact, but joining up with him in the team, he just kind of guided us and stopped us being idiots, basically, Dave. And so. Oh, God. Some of the advice he was coming out with was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, I'm 32 years of age. I should know like the logic of everything that he's saying yeah, but yeah. I can't think of it myself it was just sounds like one of them was like okay head to the coast and stick by the coast because that cuts down half of the map that people can get to mm. you from and I was like well of course yeah. it does what the fuck were we doing just running through the center know, of the map really? like, <laughs> it's just so stupid um yeah and all that sort of stuff uh yeah it's it, it was brilliant and the squad stuff is excellent because you know, there are moments where you naturally want to pick up everything you can, but then one of your teammates would be like, oh, no, I need a gun. Mm. And it's more valuable for your team to everyone have a gun than it is for you to have like an arsenal with oh, you. Yeah. So it, it lets you select the items and drop them for your teammates and all that sort of stuff. So once we would start getting used to the controls and everything, we knew what we were doing. It was kind of like, okay, who's got no health? I'll give you bandages, um, you know, and stuff like that. It was the. It, 
I was very, very impressed with it. And, and, and the fact that it's free, mm. I just kind of think, well, you need to play this. Like if you if you haven't played um, Battlegrounds and you don't know what it's all about, this is a great introduction to that genre and why people love it so much, I think. Uh, and even better if you can get into a squad uh, just to get your bearings on the game. Don't just run into solo and expect to know what's going on. Yeah. It takes a little bit of explaining yeah. and a little bit of coordination and understanding mm. of the mechanics and everything to, to understand. But uh, Matt, you'd absolutely love this. Yeah, yeah. I downloaded it and uh, I'm definitely going to play it. Like I said, I've, I, in, cause I, I, was, I was on a holiday last week, but, but I did watch some stuff on Twitch and it looks fascinating, especially the especially the crafting and the building of sort of structures. And in some of the streams I was watching, if someone was up like a huge staircase or on something that they built, they're just shooting the the thing that they built beneath them, so they were forced to their death. Um, or, and also, these people were like were crafting like staircases in in a half second. So they were just yeah, yeah. They, they were crafting the buildings around them. It's not like a thing we got to hold down the button for five seconds. It's not slow and laborious. That they were basically like chucking out. It's it's like a scene in 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 the wrong in Wallace and Gromit's the wrong trousers where where the dog <laughs> where, where, where Gromit's like chucking down the track in front of him like yeah. It, it, and it was right, exactly like, really really super high in, into the sky. But yeah, uh, that looks like a really interesting mechanic that differs from. Uh, from Battlegrounds. I'm, I'm definitely good to play it, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's hella good. Uh, check that out. John, have you played anything else? Um, yeah, I played a couple of games. I played Ruiner or, on PS4, which is the game from Devolver Digital. I don't know if you've, any of you guys have seen anything of this. Uh, I've only heard I of have. it. I have. I've okay. not played it, but I've I've seen it. So yeah. it's, it's, it's like a twin-stick shooter, sort of top-down isometric twin-stick shooter. Um, very Devolver. So uh, the whole idea is that um, the, I mean, the story itself isn't really worth going over, but it's it, the kind of tone of the game is sort of grimy and uh, and grim and nasty, and um, it certainly seems at the beginning where you're this guy with like a, a sort of electronic face mask where words can appear, a bit like that guy in Watch Dogs, but he's just got a leather jacket on, and um, the music's this sort of thudding like dirty techno and um it looks you know it's like all, all the uh, marketing was about it's being violent and grimy and nasty and stuff like that and, and it is that and it, it's sort of actually um somewhere in between the hotline miami and a little bit of a next machina and something even like an alienation there's definitely you know more than one house mark game in there um it's made by a small polish team of x uh, dead island and witcher devs and it has a lot going for it. The music's amazing. The gun, you know, the the actual action is decent. You you have a dash button where you're quickly firing around the map super fast. It's really really fucking hard on on the normal mode. On the the hardest mode, it, it's a joke. But you have an instant respawn, so you kind of get into that flow like you do in Hotline Miami, where you're dying, restart, dying, restart. And for the first, it's the game's probably about three hours long. It'll take you longer if you play on harder difficulty, obviously. For the first hour and a half of that, um, it's, it's really quite something. Once you start, there's like a big skill tree and you can uh, like add and respec as you want. But once you start getting some of the abilities of the, of this character and kind of get sucked into the flow of the, the this the really strong aesthetic and this, um, again, the, the, the soundtrack is really quite something. When you get into that flow, it, it feels really fucking good. But for me, as somebody who, you know, I do like the kind of nastier side of, of art sometimes is weird a thing as it is to say. And Rune, I don't think goes the whole hog. And it's nowhere near as sort of caustic or, or unpleasant as Hotline Miami. Um, in fact, it ends up being a little bit heroic. Um, there's a lot of anime in there. 
and um, it loses some of what makes it feel special at the beginning. And by the end of the game, um, it's it starts repeating a lot of ideas, even though it's a short game. There's there's a few different ways it mixes things up with different enemies that you fight and a couple of different things you can do within battles. Um, but by the end of it, you, you're seeing that recycled two, three, four times, and there's not really any ideas, and it just kind of peters out. Uh, with a very strange ending. So I liked it. I wouldn't necessarily say run out and buy it full price. Um, but then again, if you whack it up to hard, you might really love the mechanics so much that, that it gets to you. But I, I felt like they were, they were onto, there was very, very close to something that gets inside your blood and, you, and gets inside your sinew like Hotline Miami does. Even though it doesn't look like that. It's, you know, in modern engine. I think it's also on Unreal 4. But yeah, it didn't quite smash it out of the park. But, um, I love the fact that Devolver as a publisher, has this kind of aesthetic and uh, has this kind of uh, you know, commitment to doing stuff that's kind of a little bit nasty, a little bit punk rock, a little bit, uh, you know, out there in, in the stuff they put out, even though the sort of quality varies a bit. I, I like the fact that they're a publisher with, um, you know, with the... Like, you know what you're Yeah, getting. yeah, I can't they think got, of exactly. Exactly, exactly that, exactly that. Um, does it offer anything that Next Machina does? It's nowhere near as good a game as Next Machina. Nowhere no. near. It's, it's not even close. Um, it's it, it's fine if you broke it down purely mechanically. It's a decent twin stick shooter with a quite decent um, dash mechanic. Uh, it becomes a bit more than the sum of its parts due to everything else. But yeah, it's, I mean that game is like an incredible, incredible sort of uh, like an incredible culmination of twenty thirty years of twin stick shooting, isn't it? You know, in collaboration with the the godfather of that genre, Next Machina, Ruiner is just like a an all right decent sort of six out of ten seven out of ten job depending on on how much you get into it with a bangy soundtrack i won't say the soundtrack at all it's, it's bangy cool all right any anything yeah, just else? a quick one as well uh talking to hard games uh, i've been playing some cuphead which took yeah. me by surprise is anybody else played this no but i've obviously heard loads about it yeah yeah for sure so we know the game uh, obviously it looks absolutely fucking amazing the style is sort of you can almost peerless i would say that the sort of 1930s cartoon style every single frame of it has been handcrafted but for some reason again even more so than ruiner brutally brutally difficult like unpleasantly difficult i downloaded it just after it came out and i and i banged it on stream and i, I mean people must watching must have thought i was a fucking psychopath because it was just driving me absolutely crazy and there's a satisfaction into beating it's mainly a boss rush with some platforming levels in between and everything's designed really really well it feels nice um i have some qualms with the way the controls are laid out you're basically sort of shooting it could have been a twin stick shooter and use the shoulder buttons for like jumping and dashing but instead everything's on the face buttons but fine that's the way they wanted to make the game it it looks so amazing and the style's so amazing and it's so funny and charming and you just want to love it and yet it just wants to fucking slap you back down the whole time and these boss fights which are, make up the majority of the game um they're so brutally difficult they're all about sort of extreme pattern learning and I mean, I just, like, if every game is going to be this fucking hard from now on, like, nobody's got time, and it just seems crazy that a game with this much love poured into it doesn't at least have an easier mode. And in actual fact, it does have an easier mode. So you can play every level on regular or simple. Regular is a bit of a misnomer. But you can play all of the things on simple, and it's still hard, but it's fine. You can get through it, but you're not allowed to progress through the game. So you can play a whole what? level's worth. There's three worlds, right? So you can play all the... um 
the stages on that world on simple. But if you want to get through to the next one, you have to beat them on the hard difficulty, the, the, which is the normal difficulty. Uh, so it's sort of like a practice mode rather than exactly that. A exactly that. And it just it, seems yeah. like, why would you lock away all this amazing stuff? For, uh, I, I don't get it. And I was speaking to, um, to old Chet Roivas about it, who, who was having a very similar reaction to me. We was, wanted to love this game we're playing at the same time. And he was saying, think about Velocity 2X or in Velocity from, from Future Lab. That is a game that pretty much anybody who's a gamer, you know, anybody who has those that skill set, that muscle memory, that language, can get through all 50 levels of both games, right? Even though they're quite tricky. But if you want it, there's an extremely hard game in both of them trying to chase the, the gold medals. And it actually changes the way you play that entire game. And it feels like Cuphead could do the same thing. You could play through a moderately difficult game and just lap it up and enjoy it. And then there's a whole grading system in the game. There are already these extremely hard versions of it in the game. I don't get why I'm being punished for being a 35-year-old with two kids and, you know, works 10, 12, 14 (laughs) hours a day to to, to see that content. I'm not asking for it to be piss easy. And I 100% respect any developer who wants to craft the difficulty around their game to enhance that experience. But in my opinion, it doesn't enhance that experience. I think you could scale down a difficulty to the simple level and still everything that's great about Cuphead would still be great about Cuphead. And that that hard difficulty could still be there. The streamers could still enjoy that hard difficulty. You could be added bonus, even levels you unlock with that maybe. But I don't get why it's it, it's hard, it's like harder than Meat Boy. It's I just want to see the fucking rest of the game. I turned it on again today. Just go, okay, we're going to be that hard. And I was like, I've, it just got slapped down immediately by this one boss. I'm still in the first world. And I know I could do it. The thing is, you could learn the patterns and do it and do it and do it. But even a game like Dark Souls or Bloodborne, where you have the, that level of difficulty in there, at least you, you, you have that interspersed with the sort of quieter moments, the moments of reflection, the moments where it's not quite so difficult, the moments where, you know, or, or even the points where you, you know how the game works a bit better, so you can kind of get through these sections between the bosses. This is none of that. It's just brutal all the time. And But if a game wants to shoot for that that style, right? If, it, if a game wants to say, okay, I want to be fucking yeah. rock hard and relentless, like, what what's wrong with absolutely that? Absolutely nothing. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's it's limiting the audience. Though, it's absolutely it, well? nothing wrong it with is, it. It is, yeah, but... But I think it's to the detriment of this particular project... As a game. Right, okay. Yeah, because this sounds like all the things that people love Dark Souls for, right? Uh, yes, but I, I mean, and people are loving Some people are loving it. Don't get me wrong. Some people are loving the difficulty. But I just came off Ruiner, which was fucking brutally difficult. You know, the, the, how many of these extremely difficult games does there need to be? And is it a game as sumptuous as Cup that you want to see it? I want to see it all and enjoy that amazing, like, amazing art and everything like that. Can't it be as hard as like the harder stuff in Super Mario World? Like that's still pretty fucking hard. Does it need to be? You're going to have to do this boss forty five times to be able to beat it? Because I mean, I streamed it, but you you said you watched a bit, Dave, and I finally did beat that oh, fucking boss on the so plane. It was so good because well, one of the points you made right is that you think that I, if I read your tweet right right today, mm. you think that games are going to shoot for this insane difficulty a hell of a lot more because. It makes for good streaming. It does, and that obviously in turn helps sales. Exactly. And, you know, and you look at Cuphead today on Twitch. Like when I when I streamed it, I streamed just after it came out, like a matter of minutes, and I don't think I had more than two new people stop by to check it out. 
Um, it was it was quite a quiet stream, which is fine. And I was like, I checked it today, and there's like eight thousand people watching this one, four thousand watching this one, three. And I was like, fuck it, everyone's found out how hard it is, and so all the big boys have got on it because they know that they can create that that stream drama, yeah, that drama, because that's what the great streams are. They they, they have that attention. That's why PUBG works. Sorry to, to use that annoying acronym. So I get it. <laughs> And I, I, do you know what? If I had fucking 4,000 people watching me, I'd, I'd suck it up too. I'd take the difficulty, but I just wanted to see Cuphead, man. I thought, I'll stick this on. This would be nice. <laughs> and I ended up in a war, and I wasn't quite ready for that war <laughs> at that time. And I might go back to it and, uh, uh, with the knowledge that this is going to be a fight, and I reckon I can beat it. But if every game is going to be a fight, and I'm not saying every game is, I'm over-exaggerating, don't get me wrong, but if this becomes the trend, like I've got another game on my Switch, Butcher, um, I won't go into it that much. It's been out well. I got it. A bunch of games came out this week. Really good game. Again, just wants to fuck you over the whole time because we're being extremely difficult. It's like, man, I'm, I've got stuff to See, do. I don't, I don't think it will. I don't think it will. We'll always have easier games. We'll always have, you know, more accessible yeah, games. Yeah, no, we, will, like we will, will. I just think we're going to see um, more and more of this. We will. And, uh, I, you know, as as right as I think you are, Watching that stream Thanks. you were playing the other night <laughs> was so entertaining. It was, okay. Like, you getting wound up, and then to the point where you were, um, when you finally beat that boss, and you could see the joy in your face when you finally were. Well, no, I wouldn't say joy exactly, but that sort of relief, I guess, um, was it just made for so, like proper entertaining viewing. Well, that makes me want to stream um, the rest of it to my own fucking. Yeah, but this is it. And. The, the the I've I've you know I've mentioned this a million times, but one of my favourite ever streams was watching uh, Jeff Green yeah. play Dark Souls, and when you see him complete the game or when you see him beat the first boss, that sort of emotional moment that they had, like that, that sort of the, the the reaction that you can't like fake and you can't hide, was just it made it so entertaining to watch, and I think yeah. It's a bit annoying that it's hard, and I would love to see it and and stuff like that. But at the same time, I think there's a place for these sort of games, and I think uh, as no long doubt. as they don't become too much of a trend, then fine. Um, but would it's just uh, not just, a game to, just to devil's advocate really you a little bit? Would yeah. Would we lose anything by the streams being cuphead on hard because that's what it got the, the you know the news that had gone around the internet that that's the real mode and. But if you if I want to see it, why why not let me get through it on the simple mode just so I can see it and then okay they go fuck you that wasn't actually the real game yeah you've seen the bosses I get it I get it on some no, games I t- yeah I get it on I totally Boy. get that yeah, but then I, I don't know it's just you play it mate it's no fucking way hard you, you would, there's no way you played Dark Souls on easy though would you like and well, well that's the counter argument but this is the point isn't it you you lose that aspect of it being a rock hard you game do, if but there's I think an easy mode Dark Souls is so skillfully woven into every element of its design its difficulty and even its narrative that I think it justifies every part of it whereas I don't really get why Cuphead's so hard other than the fact that it's just hard do you know what mm. I mean it doesn't, there doesn't seem any real reason for it other than the fact look we made this fucking hard game we spent, we remortgaged our house. We basically nearly killed ourselves to make this game for years and years and years. Oh, by the way, <laughs> nobody's going to be able Fuck to finish you. it unless you <laughs> I, it, have all the time in the world or you're incredibly skilled. John, does it feel like unfairly difficult? There are times where places. it feels like you, you, I mean, I'm sure with extreme pattern recognition, you could avoid every hit. And I think there's already videos out there of people not getting hit for the whole game. I mean, those, I don't understand how those people do it. But. It, there are more than more than one time where I felt like, okay, where well, I've got myself into a little situation where it's compl- I can't get out, 
and you only have three hit points per level. And the annoying thing is, is if you, you know, you, you, you mess up very, very early doors, you're basically a disadvantage for a whole like six minute boss battle at that point. And there's no way of getting your life back. And there's a mechanic where you can parry pink things that come at you, which um, gets you a bit of your special meter back. But the mecha- I don't think the mechanics designed very well. I think the timing is either too extreme or the hitboxes aren't quite right. So to risk doing that is so risky because I don't feel the game is quite up to the task of what it's asking me to do that you you don't bother doing it. And so, man, I just I just think why why does it need to be like that? But I'm not saying See, as a general rule that there shouldn't mm-hmm. be games like that. They absolutely should. I just think in this particular case, just it doesn't need it's to be a that fucking hard game. Yeah. So that, that's the thing because, like, with when I played through like Dark Souls, whenever, whenever I messed up and stuff, and when it was, it did feel difficult. It always felt like it was my fault. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I have like, heard on another podcast, James. I've heard, I have heard on another one at least that they said they say it's, it's less. It's not. It basically is about just recognizing the patterns, and it isn't unfair. But I guess if you weren't prepared, if you weren't prepared for a game of that type, I think if you're going back in, John, and knowing. Knowing what the game is yeah, trying to do, you're you right. Might have I, much I, I wasn't it. prepared for it to be this hard. I was really taken aback by how difficult the very first level was because it doesn't it doesn't ease you in at all. And it's okay if that's the game we want to make. Don't get me wrong. I, I want to reiterate that. Fine, but again, it's just weird when you hear the stories of them remortgaging their house and all this sort of stuff um, to make something. I don't know. I like, but then again, on the flip side of that. It's it's suddenly blowing up on Twitch, which will definitely increase its sales because more people want to get involved in it and hit that challenge. So fuck knows, the, the, the world's changing, the game, the, the everything's changing a little bit. But for me, I'd like to have just been there. yeah, two two little sprinkles less difficult, and maybe that makes me a weak motherfucker, but I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a game that I'm interested in, but I just ain't got time for that right now. <laughs> I've not got time for the that. The thing right is, now. Harry will love watching it, and then he'll be like. 20 minutes in, you'd be like, fuck this fucking game. And he'd be like, Daddy, play Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay, cool. And uh, Was that your last one? Uh, yeah, I played Odds and Sods, but nothing worth talking about, I don't think. That is a, uh, a good list of gam. Um, Matt, what have you been playing? Uh, I've just been playing one game, and that's Rhyme. Uh, the game that came out a while ago uh I've, uh, loads of people seemed quite excited about it before it came out and then because there's a bit of a delay to the switch version it seemed to just fall off a cliff and no one really seemed to be bothered about it well we got lukewarm results uh, uh, like uh, reception didn't it there wasn't a lot of uh, a lot of people saying well it's okay um and that 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 sort of killed off any sort of buzz about yeah, it cause I, I i remember a few people on twitter were, were also waiting for the switch version because it looked perfect for that and because that was also delayed combined with the lukewarm response it seemed to nothing really seemed to happen with it but a, a, a guy were lent it to me and uh, I, i'm really really enjoying it so far so rhyme is it's a third person uh adventure game very much in the same sort of vein as uh, Journey as uh, Abzu, Bound, Ico, all those sorts of games. I mean, it it it, it wears its influences on its sleeve like very very, very clearly. Uh, it's very much a game of that type. Um, you're this boy that's uh, washed up on this island, and uh, in sort of similar Ico and Shadow of the Colossus sort of uh, themes, you don't say anything. It's just sounds, and you navigate this this world um, through puzzles. Uh, and and that's basically it. Um, I'm I've played probably about five or so hours, and I, I believe I'm probably about two thirds um, all the way through. 
Um, but f- f- what I played so far, I'm I'm really 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 enjoying it. And I think if you are a fan of of Shadow Colossus, Nico, those sorts of games, I think there's a lot to get out of this game as well. Um, the the puzzle. But what 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 does it what 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 makes it unique from those those games? Um, I, honestly, uh, nothing really. But but I, but I think if you if you enjoy <laughs> games of that, that type, I think you'll get a lot out of it because it's another game of that type. I mean, in terms of originality it doesn't really do an awful lot i mean it, it looks absolutely gorgeous i mean i think graphically it's probably it, it's probably a bit, a bit more stylized than those games it's sort of cell shaded but without the black borders so it reminds me a bit of like wind waker but yeah it's it's a really really gorgeous game um and, and there's i think there's five areas and I've, i think i've done three or four so far all of which seem pretty unique from each other there's like the the beach um beach or scene which i think you've You've probably seen a lot of the marketing, and and the, the that's the first level where there's be- uh, bright, beautiful blue skies. There's these huge sort of white towers. There's there's uh, there's gorgeous sea and whatnot. So th- that's that's the location that a lot of you are seeing. But there's also other areas where it's it's uh, I'm, I'm not going to ruin it. But there's, there's basically underground bits. There's dark bits. There's light bits. So there's lots of quite varied um, locations. But so graphically, I think it's really nice. Um, although, also just touching on that, the frame rate uh, of this game at points can go into what feels like single digit figure, single digit figures. Oh, Jesus! And, and I'm playing on a pro. Um, I don't quite know what the deal is. Um, so this game came out a few months ago, um, and it was pretty ropey. And um, so I wonder what the issue was. And I checked for a latest patch. This game has not been patched. <laughs> This game is still oh, on really? version 1.0, yeah, uh, and there were no patches out. So, yeah, I, I mean, it'd be nice if they were to patch something to, just to fix because the frame rate. It, I mean, it, it particularly in the first the first open area and where you can like go up on these quite high structures and look around, look over the map, and the, the thing crawls at points. But even some of the indoor locations, sometimes when there's an enemy or two, it will uh, the frame rate will drop, and it, which, which is a bit a bit annoying. Um, but I, I think I think it looks nice. Uh, Sound-wise, it's absolutely amazing. It's, it's got a really incredible orchestral score um, for, throughout the game, which re- re- it's really, it really like uh, amps the emotion up in, in certain scenes, and it's it, it's an absolutely gorgeous soundtrack. I'm definitely gonna go back and listen to it after this. But as I said earlier, there there's no dialogue in this game. There's no there's no voice acting. It, you can press triangle to make your uh, make the boy shout or 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 basically it, there are certain certain context sensitive areas where if you press triangle at certain locations that he might make a different slightly different sound but there's nothing other than that really um and yeah it, it, it's just full of puzzles that, that, that they basically make the whole environment feel like a giant machines if uh, say in the uh, in the first area there's there's these huge um towers where you've got to basically navigate and you've got to move um you've got to move these these huge pillars that, that move the light around uh, there are loads of puzzles that use light and shadow uh, to, to really clear effect there's there's one particular one quite early on where you're in this room with with a light source which you can drag around the room and there's these statues in the room um and there's these three points on the wall and you're basically going to move the light source around so that the shadows from those various statues in the room block 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 the uh, block the three points so you've got to move things around quite a lot and the puzzles for me i'm not great uh, uh, games uh, but the puzzles have been oh, so so the you. right <laughs> so the right side of, of taxing i haven't really haven't really been stuck at all and, and if anything what, what, what sort of do you, what, what do you do to solve puzzles like is there you move things around 
Yeah, yeah. yeah is it, it, it just like moving blocks and stuff? M- um, moving blocks or... And it, it, um, it, it's all environmental puzzles. There's these, there's these little sort of platforms where you stand up, you, you look into, and basically then it goes in like a first-person view and you basically have to move the view around to create maybe a door frame um, or, or, or maybe something else to, to basically complete an environmental puzzle. Um, you, you might see um, these two structures where if you, if you look if you go up close to them, they just look like random structures. But when you go to this lookout post a bit further back, you can see that if you position the, your view a certain way, um, they can basically create a doorway or the, the shape of a doorway. And then when you do that, it will glow. And then that is a doorway for which you can then travel oh, through. The, like in Hellblade has, has puzzles like that. Oh, cool. You line yeah. up the camera and the scenery and shit and it turns into yeah. stuff. There's quite a lot of that sort of stuff. But then, yeah, like I said, there's loads of stuff with 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 uh, light and with shadows where, where, where certain things will happen because there's a shadow there or not. Um yeah, so, so there's a lot of environmental puzzles, uh, but there is. But in terms of the puzzles, although I've enjoyed them all, they are very much all of a certain theme. And I've done the block puzzle a few times. Um, um, so I, I don't think there's an awful lot of variety, but what I have played, I've enjoyed. And in terms of actually how hard it is, it's not very taxing at all. And I think many people would probably find it a bit too easy and potentially a bit boring as a result. For me, it's the right, it's the right side of right, it's the right side of easy, and um, it's enough to keep me to keep me playing. Um, in terms of navigating the area, it, it's you can do a, a small jump, but apart from that, you're basically um, running around uh, and you're you're, um, you're climbing certain specific areas um, of the map. Again, it's not particularly taxing um, uh, in terms of nav- navigating the world, but I I, it's, I presume it's probably also the, the really good level design. But I feel like I'm being I'm being pushed along, or maybe I don't know. I, I guess honestly, I feel like I'm choosing the way I want to go, but that that just se- appears to be the the way to go in a map. So it's not it's not saying yeah, go yeah. here, go here. I'm exploring myself, but it, yeah, it, I, it, I guess it must be just how the how the levels and the map and the environments are signposted. That's what they call good game design, yeah. and uh, it's good. But I, I, honestly, I think although it so far at least, and I haven't finished it, and it, that might change. It doesn't appear to be doing an awful lot of things that the other team Ico games are doing. Although I will say it. it doesn't have really really annoying enemies uh, when i've been playing this i'm thinking, thinking it's sort of like a it's sort of like um you know uh the last guardian but without the annoying enemies and although there are some enemies in the game um from about halfway onwards that they're basically just there to bring a little bit of tension to the scenes but they're, they're not really going to do much to you if they do kill you you you, you basically come back within like for, within a second or two and you haven't missed much so the, 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 there's a bit of tension there because of the enemies but then certainly not enough to annoy you like um like you like i have done certainly playing um Certainly, playing some of the other t- team Ico games, but yeah, I, I think if you like them, yeah. I think there's loads and loads, loads to like here. Graphically, it looks nice. Musically, I think it's fantastic, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's weird. It, I mean, it sounds alright, but it just kind of sounds like well, there are these other games that seem to offer a, something a little bit more unique. Why would you play this over them? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. But, 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 I mean? but personally, if you've played those games and you want another game in that style, and I don't think there are many games in this style, um, I, I think this is well, well, well worth picking up. And there's other games like Abzu, which is very much like Journey, apparently, and Bound is another another game of that same sort of abstract style. And I think there's I think there's definitely enough uh, to, to, to get out of this. I mean, I've played probably about five hours, and apparently it's about eight hours long. Um, I think yeah. It, I mean, I'm sure this is super cheap now, and uh, 
And but I also reckon it'll be brilliant on Switch. Um, I reckon it'll look great on, on that platform when it comes out. I'm not sure. Is it out on Switch? It's still not I out on Switch. I don't think it is. Uh, James, do you know? It's not yet, no, because no. I'm I'm interested in this as well. But so uh, yeah, I was waiting for the Switch version. Yeah, but it's yeah, it, it, and there's no online stuff, no. Um, no, I, I guess it it would appear not. I mean, the only it's basically a single player. There are like collectibles, um, but it, those seem pretty basic. You can you can find as various things around the map, which basically are just pictures of artwork that relate to the game and they sort of build upon the story the story itself is pretty ambiguous um but i I get the impression it's gonna be one of those things where it's what i think the story is rather than explicitly saying here's here's the story um which i i I much prefer in all honesty um but yeah i think well well we're picking up i haven't finished it yet i hear it's got a, a good ending but um yeah good recommended you you not played this, John? No, no, I've not played Rhyme. Um, it, it looked okay. I, I didn't like the developer's previous game. Is it Deadlight? Um, um, oh, yeah, Deadlight I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Tequila Works, isn't it, who, yeah. who made it? Um, and it, uh, it's like one of those games that might come out, on, it's terrible to say, one of those games that might come out on PS Plus one day and I'll probably smash it then. But, yeah, there's no... I mean, at the moment, the, the time... To, to play anything other than something that might last about three hours like Ruiner is it's just not happening and then fucking Fortnite comes along and just ruins everything so yeah yeah, yeah there's so much else out there but if, if you want a game of the, the same sort of type as Journey and, and Icom stuff then yeah I think I think you can do a lot worse than playing this okay and that's your list other than that I briefly logged into Destiny to choose a faction in the faction rally that's about it really who'd you go with uh, Future Walkout of course Yes, They're, of course. There were boys in the first one, although they did seem to have a half decent weapon. But yeah, I chose them. Did you? I was on. I was on dead orbit. I, I last mean, immediately, time, I, but, I, um, I was on all of them to get my uh, yeah. in the first game because you had <laughs> yeah, to so switch all the time to get different weapons. But yeah, John, who'd you go? I with? went with the other the other ones. There's a new monarchy. New monarchy, yeah. What? Why? Well, because that I, that means I didn't have to go back. That was the last one I got to, so I didn't have to go back. I couldn't be fucked to go back and back to the other one, so I just thought I'd do that one. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how many people have done it for that exact. Are they going to win? Because it's weird that they, that they are so split up. Why? Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, they're so split up, and then they lead you through one by one, don't yeah. they? But the furthest one away is the one that you end up at before you have to make your yeah, choice. Yeah. By the time we got to the third one, you know, in The Simpsons, where Bart's really bored and his head's just tilted backwards and his mouth's open. That was him. that was what I was doing. By the time I got to the third one, I had to listen to their bullshit. So I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going back again. All I heard that everyone was going, oh, you got to go to Future War Cult, War Cult because that the, they got the best weapons or whatever. And I was like, well, if all of the you know the podcasts and the Destiny podcasts and that saying that, then surely this is going to be the the one that everyone chooses and it's the one that's going to win. But now you mention it, maybe I should have just gone <laughs> to the last one. Before you have to choose, even if that wins, you I get to buy a sidearm. And no, yeah, exactly. I don't use sidearms. Fuck that. What What do we get if we win, Matt? We get a pulse rifle. Have you done a nightfall yet? No. I've been away. I've done Ooh. nothing. I, I need. To, I'm. I'm barely. I think I'm like two six nine. So I'm, I've been super slacking. But yeah, back to normality this week. So back on that. Want to get raid ready? Want to do a nightfall? All sorts. I quite like the Nightfalls. I wasn't 100% sure that the time stuff was going to be a good thing. But, I hear this um, week's is great. But I really like it. I, I do really like it. Even though we almost had a breakdown trying to do it. What was it, Friday Saturday night? Saturday night, Friday night. Oh, it's bad. 
So yeah. Like, yeah, John was getting what do you call it? Like Red Ross. Red John, yeah, Red John was out. Isn't it good on this John. week? It is. I thought it was really good, but it takes a lot of coordination. And as with the last one that I played, it it, it you have to readjust how you play Destiny to get through it. I mean, I was using a subclass that I'd never use and stuff like that because you've really got to think about it. Are you not constantly switching yours anyway? No, no. no. Um, Well, you don't really need to this time, do you? Pretty much everything unlocks straight away. No, 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 Um, no, but I'm always changing it if if I'm fighting a major enemy which has like a different, like Void or Arc or Solar. Yeah, but hold on. You switch subclass every time you come across a different... Uh, shield. Um, well, no, it, that's my because it resets your super the bosses. Well, yeah, yeah, but I, but I, you know, if, I, if one tube is just gone, I then switch to another one which might be relevant for that enemy type. Definitely. No, oh, don't do that. That's long thing. Um, I, I just, I, I, I like the fact that yeah. I mean, we've we've been saying for ages, John, that okay, Destiny's good and everything, but I've I've hardly feel up against yeah. the wall at any point. I definitely felt oh, that. Oh yeah, and I, I think if we'd have if we'd have finished it that night. We would have gone okay. This that's brilliant. Yeah, uh, even we if we'd started it a bit before, and we had the whole kerfuffle because we were on stream and we were trying to get Discord yeah. working while we were playing. I mean, it was stupid, really. But if we just played it normally, it started at like ten or something. I think we would have done it, and it would have been glorious. John did that thing as well, where he invited someone to be on our fire team, and then they they took more than five seconds. So I invited someone else, and they come in, and then the guy that we originally invited said, "Okay, I'm ready." Yeah, I know. I'm back this week, so uh, <laughs> ready for it. Yeah, but we need you know higher level players. I think. What? Um, on the same level. What level are you, John? Two seven six boy. Uh, negligible. Yeah, exactly. Matt, you're not. You're nowhere near raid ready. Uh, James, what, 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 so you've been playing it, have you? Yeah, I mean, I, I played it and finished, obviously I finished the single player, but I'm up to level, I think, 240-something at the moment. But Man, um, catching Matt mm-hmm. Which is not that great, <laughs> but it's... I've got a question, though, about the adventures, because for some reason, I do them, and then they seem to reappear again. Is that normal? Uh, it's probably on reset day. Do mm. they? I think they re- reappear on reset yeah. day, don't they? So, okay. yeah, that's what's happening. Every Tuesday is reset day. Um, so everything gets reset, like you milestones and all sorts of shit like that. Uh, if you started a raid and your checkpoint gets reset on Tuesday, so you have to kind of complete it in a week. Um, and, yeah, so that's probably what's happening. Um, but, yeah, don't don't focus on the adventures too much. If, if, if I was giving you any advice to level up at this stage, run strikes, man. Mm. Just run strikes. Uh, because you usually get a, f- a few big drops out of that, you know, if not from the boss, public then events. from yeah, public events is another one. Yeah, I've been week. I've been joining those whenever they appear because yeah, they're they're not too difficult at the moment. Yeah, like, I do pay but, off quite a bit. Although yeah. they have done something. Have you noticed? I, I I mean, I don't know if it was changed, but pu- public sector uh, no, what they call them, lost sectors. Yeah, uh, they've. It feels like they've changed them a little bit now because if you do them, if you do two on one planet. That you open the chest and it's empty, like, and it's asking you as a milestone to do several of them, and it's kind of like it's a bit annoying because although you're working towards your milestone, at the same time you're getting to the chest at the end of it and it's empty. Really sucks. Yeah, I've had f- I, I I did I had to do like six of them on one planet as a milestone, and uh, after the, I did the first two, it was just empty chests. After that, I was well disappointed, but um, 
yeah, no, other than that, it continues to be amazing. The Crucible stuff is great. Have you played much Crucible, James? I've played no Crucible at all. Oh, mate, you got to give it a go. It's fucking brilliant. Crucible mm-hmm. is so good this time. Um, there, There's a few duff maps, but uh, the majority of the maps are really, really what, good. What do you think about single player, uh, been, James? Um, well, I say I've really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. And that's why I still keep playing through the adventures and stuff, because it's been... I, I don't know. I just... The stories, okay, they're not always amazing, but they are always like engaging, and the, the voice acting is is great. I really I like the characters a lot, and uh, this is why, as I said, I keep going back to the adventures because I like them. They're just short enough that you can spend, I don't know, about sort of 20, 30 minutes or whatever on one and still feel like I've sort of achieved something, which is why I was getting a bit annoyed when they come back again because then it, it feels like there's no progression with that, if you see what I mean. Well, yeah, the progression doesn't lie in any of the missions or anything like that, is it? It's all to do with, you know, what you're wearing and what you're shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that too much. Uh, don't focus on progressing through missions as such. Just more about working on what your character's got, unitary and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm kind of at the stage where it doesn't really matter about the power level of my stuff. It's now about building an arsenal that that's that I'm comfortable with and that, that works well. Um so I'm trying to jock like jockey exotics and legendaries to to the sort of setup that I like and then making sure that they're powerful enough to go in using missions. Um so at the moment I can get to two eight six. I could get to two eight six but my character's two eight four because I, I don't like the weapons that, that get me to two eight six. So yeah I'm sort of pissing around with that at the moment. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot more to play of that. Also, Matt, I really want to try the 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 equivalent of heroic story missions. Well, I haven't done one of those yet. Um, you know, that is what what is it? You get the ticket from that lady in the lady in the social space, and then you have to try and do the story mission with modifications on. Um, we need to try and dick about with that. Yeah, because I haven't tried that yet. But yeah, good game, innit, Matt? Uh, in it, James. Yeah, it's a very good game. I can told you. And it's also told that it, it's such a. I find it such a time sink as well, though, because it's like yeah, it's insane. Because it, what happens is, you know, I, I go on there with the just thinking, okay, I'm just going to do a couple of like missions or whatever, and then it's like you do that, and then you start fiddling around with like what armor I've got and you know that kind of stuff. Then I think, oh, there's something else I can do over there that you know won't take too long, and yeah, it just the time just disappears. It's it's really really good. It's um yeah. Better than I was expecting, and I wasn't even going to buy this game, and it's ended up being fucking brilliant. Bloody good, right? Okay, anything else? Uh, yeah, well, I've been playing FIFA 18 um, on Switch. Oh, I'm. I forgot you were going to talk about this tonight, and I'm really, really interested. Mm, so you've got the Switch version. I have got the Switch version. Yeah, it's uh, go yeah. on. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's got a list. He's got a list. Did I you hear the paper, list. Gannon? He's I've, got a list. I've totally got a list. I mean, because I've this got really, I've got really mixed feelings about it. Is the problem? The, well, hold on, because this is brilliant. Because James went to talk to us about it at the weekend, and both Matt and I just went, "Nope, stop." We want to hear live on the show. So let's go. Let's go. Okay, I'm gonna start off negative. <laughs> is that all right? And, and end can I... negative. No, no, no. I... <laughs> and negative we'll anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, to me, okay. So so far, like I've been playing it mostly on in handheld mode, but on the TV, it looks fine to me. 
as in it looks like a bit of it looks like a step up from the 360 but not quite like PS4 if you sort of mean you know it's it's fine it, it's it's really fine it's okay but I see what you mean but the thing is with the handheld mode though is that for some reason it reminds me a bit of mobile FIFA do you remember what? that you know the like, oh, on, yeah, I on loved iOS it. it's it's like because mostly because the animations it's the way it feels like there's like a limited animation set for each for each player which sometimes makes the movement feel like um you know like really kind of sluggish because there's not as many frames as there probably should be you know for for like animation But why would that players. feel any different in handheld than it does TV mode? I don't know it just looks a bit different um for some reason to me it just looks I a imagine bit different just because it it looks similar to how you would be playing it on your phone so you're just thinking this feels like a phone game no, maybe it's maybe. I mean, there's also the the. I mean, that's not really a problem. But the bigger problem that I found is that it does feel. You definitely like nailed it, Matt. There, Matt. You definitely nailed it. None of this maybe nonsense. <laughs> you definitely nailed it there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the the, yeah. the the bigger problem I think is that it, there's a slight button lag, um, with it as well, and it feels like there's like a sort of a, a fraction of a second delay, particularly when you're shooting, and that. Is really irritating. Actually, it's um, it it's like it's seriously, it's like it's just like a fraction of a second, and you know, like before you know, you press the button and then it doesn't hit like it does like in in the like the other games you know in the series, and that, that but, is a, are you are you saying that that's in both handheld and TV mode or just yes that that's in both modes right, okay it's like this sort of slight delay but it's one of those things where I think because there's also there's bugs in this game as well there's like weird bugs yeah. I mean, there's, there's I saw been, that today. I mean, there's been that thing with like the no faces thing, which is yeah, odd. the no face guys. Yeah. I mean, also I've had it um, coming out of resume. There's been problems with that sometimes. It's like locked up my switch, like whereby it won't switch on, and I have to like do oh, a hard really? reset, which is a bit odd. But I'm, I'd expect that most of that stuff's probably going to get, um, probably going to get fixed. But this is the first game also that I've played on the switch that has really, really made me want a pro controller because my hands really hurt from playing this on the Joy-Cons in yeah. in a way that it hasn't with other games and i think maybe that's just because i'm used to playing like football games you know like with a you know xbox or like playstation controller so it's you have do you know what i mean by you have like sort of a, a way of like holding the controller when you're playing like football yeah. games and it's like that it doesn't i don't feel like the Joy-Cons are really very suited to it um, but that may just be because I'm so used to the other the other control set. Well, no, I think we've mentioned it. We've mentioned it on the podcast a lot that football games they seem to wear out controllers a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what it is, but a real test of good sticks on a controller is a football game because you you for some reason you tend to. But I don't know if it's more tension when you're playing or if you're trying to force the stick further than it'll go. It will possibly go, but it seems to be that the game that wrecks controllers for me and why i had to put metal sticks in my ps4 was was football games mm. um and to try and play that on a yeah smaller um stick is is uh yeah it's you're gonna notice it's the difference and you're certainly well, gonna notice in your hand right. yeah if I you're pressing it's... them really hard you're gonna have like imprints if you're playing an angry game of fifa that can't be good oh god when you play mario kart like you, you're absolutely holding the button down as hard as it'll possibly go, and you get that little circle on your hand, like on the top of tip of your thumb or whatever. Um, but this, this is the sad thing: is that I mean, you bought this because, so that you could play FIFA on the move. Yeah. And if you're going to have to buy a pro controller to no, play it, it, it's not. Doesn't I don't it kind feel, of ruin that? I don't feel like I have to buy one. It's just that it feels like 
it is it's mostly the stick is the problem actually thinking about it because there isn't enough sort of like travel like it doesn't <clears> feel like it's it's like long enough you know for you know for like for like for the movement but I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. If you're only playing for like I don't know, like an hour or something like that, maybe it's fine. But if you for like longer, it's it does start to get painful. And this is why you know I, I want to get a pro controller. Uh, uh, John, but, uh, sorry, John, how, how, do you play with your pro control controller every time you play your Switch now? Not every time, but um, quite often. If I'm on a on a train and it's there's enough room, uh, I'll just whack the pro controller in my bag as well and just stand the, the Switch up on my. In, on my case and just play with the pro controller and it's, it's so much better um, okay. than, than playing handheld I still play handheld plenty but um, yeah if I given the opportunity because it's not that much more to keep, take with you just whack it in a rucksack and yeah I, mean, I did maybe um, I think that's when I finished Breath of the Wild I did it like that just playing pro controller on a train and yeah it worked, works lovely yeah I think I'm going to have to get one for Mario yeah I think so. It, well, it's well, it's probably the best thing I've bought all year. Yeah, like in terms of peripherals, the the Pro Controller. I did not. Re- I don't regret a single thing about it, even though it's expensive. Yeah, I'm definitely going to end yeah. up with one by the end of the year, no doubt. But uh, okay, so that I mean, so that's, that's all negative. That's the negative stuff. But then this is the good stuff. Um, Here we go. Okay, the online does seem to work fine, although it's kind of limited, obviously, because of the you know what the what the switch is. There's no voice comms, and it only seems to have it has like online seasons. So you're like go you know going up through the divisions, and I mean I don't play a huge amount of online anyway, but I've played with a couple of randoms, and it's been fine. But like, yeah, but, but can you play with your mates? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. I, I didn't see any of that. You can't invite your mates into... Has it got co-op seasons? Uh, no, I don't think it's got that yeah. either. Oh, so it's got online. Yeah. And yes, yeah, functionally, it might work online against other people, but if you can't play FIFA against or with your mates, then that is online for so many people. Yeah. Yeah, but then it depends what you want to play, what, what you want the game for, and that's not what I want the game for. Because <laughs> I, I don't care about that like really that selfish. much. Selfish. If I no, if okay. I was going to do that, then I'd I I can still you know I'd play it on PS4 or whatever. I'd have bought it on that. So if you want, but, if you want I mean, online, the fact that this started as a positive, yeah, a, <laughs> a James Farley positive. No, no. Is, no the positive is, is that no. The positive is is that it does work. Like it does. There is there is something there that works. God, and that's although, what we've like got to have really games. It does work. <laughs> the positive is it works. You can connect it to the World Wide Web. And another player. Well, can... at least you. Well, it, it works. Seems to work better than Pez does online, from what I've heard. Ooh, so, you know. you're right. <laughs> shots fired. This works fine. And then shots fired, but extremely laggy. <laughs> Pez works perfectly online. Really? I thought I saw you. Was it? Uh, I saw somebody. It takes ages about to get a game. It, took... it takes ages to yeah. get a game. I said three quarters of an hour. It's like maybe seventy seconds, but yeah. um, it's annoying because yeah. But 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 once you're in, oh, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, with this, I mean, there was no, like, on this, there was no, like, lag or anything like that. I mean, that was fine. It's just that, obviously, there's no voice comms or anything like that, because Nintendo. That's a good thing. Yeah. Well, if that's... you're playing with randoms, anyway, that is a good thing. Although, I, I do miss the times where people didn't realise that their Xbox Connect was also a microphone, mm. and you'd hear some kid, <laughs> like, uh, I remember beating some kid, like, 5-0, and him just going, like, the fifth goal went in. Dad... He's got a fifth now. He's bloody meal wall. <laughs> so just, uh, they didn't didn't realise his mic was on. Those those, those <clears> moments. Were so, so what you're telling me, James, is that Nintendo haven't updated the online app to include FIFA 18 
stuff. Is that what you're saying? Well, they they haven't updated it to include Mario Kart or any of their own games, so I doubt they bothered to do it for you know like EA or whatever. I mean, it's, that's shocking, it's, isn't it? That, that is. is that I mean, it was crazy mad. enough yeah, to using that, but then to not even update it <laughs> for the various online games is the arms and yeah. fucking. So Mario if you go Kart, to app now, it's yeah, just yeah, literally Splatoon, right? Yeah, that's all it is. Jesus still, yeah. Christ, it's, uh, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They just don't care. They they don't care about online. It's really clear they don't care. They care enough it's to be able to charge us, hopefully, next year. Exactly. That's yeah, but the just point, money, isn't it? Isn't it? Like, you know, it's, it's making cash. It's, it's the thing. They, they've got it as like a feature that's like, you know, we've got to have this, obviously, but we're not going to bother actually putting any effort into this it. Is, this is what fucks me off when Sean defends them over fucking everything. You just want to go, come on, mate. Just be, I finally admit that this is bollocks, surely. Yeah, of course it's bollocks, but it's like... The thing is, though, is that... They, I mean, they probably feel that you know they've got this far without having to care about this that much. And in their core market, the online stuff is not so important to them. So, you know, what does it matter? But the, the, I mean, it sucks, gonna, I agree. That is going to negatively affect any third-party release. Like, you might think, oh, brilliant, FIFA is on this, so this is like a, a platform yeah, exactly. with some parity. But if the online's gashed, then people the Switch aren't going to buy out. the third-party games, are they? This is why, before the Switch came out, Matt, I was so negative about all this stuff, because I told you this is exactly what they were going to do. And that this is exactly how it was going to pan out. And it is exactly how it's panned out. Because they don't give a fuck about online at all. It's pretty clear. And, you know, that's that's what you get with this. That's why when I bought, like, FIFA Switch, I bought it knowing full well that this was not going to be something I was going to play online. Because I don't care about that. But, you know, if, if you do, then it's really not the one to go for, obviously. Okay. All right. Cool. And that's one positive. Yeah. <laughs> you were going with. <laughs> That's it, it, the next one. Okay, I can give you. Okay, there's also. I mean, the other stuff is still there. Like the the career mode is is the same basically as on, on other modes. It hasn't got the journey, which is probably I don't know is a plus point for some people. I don't know. Is it is it exactly the same? The the, the career mode is exactly the yes, same. Exactly as the it, same as we used to. Absolutely, exactly the same. Like, and also cool. they've got all the live team stuff as well. So you know, like oh, that's the, good. Chat. You know, when it you know, so you can like replicate what's going in the real world. Oh fucking stuff. hell! Fuck playing Planners Palace yeah. in this year's. <laughs> FIFA, Jesus, <laughs> turn that live mode off. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, you know, Palace scored in my game, and uh, yeah, it just doesn't happen, does it? Um, anyway, <laughs> Not these days, no. But then also, one of the other things that is really good about it is compared, I think, with the PS4 and Xbox One versions of FIFA that I played over the like last couple of years, is the speed. Like the speed of the UI is really good. It's it's really fast at like loading. There's so little loading times, and I'm assuming this is because it's coming off like the cart or whatever. You know, you know, like um, before, like when you, whenever you were starting a game, they had those like little training sessions or whatever before. Basically, because they're loading the game in the background, and with this, you can just press start. Like you can skip them straight away because it's already loaded. It's which is brilliant because it's it really feels much more sort of like perfect for the pick up and play, especially with the resume mode on the Switch. Like you just pick it up and then just you know play, con- you know continue playing, which has been you know, it's pretty good. I mean. You see, the thing is, aside from the online stuff, it doesn't feel like a significantly cut-down version of FIFA. And, uh, and that's what you were most worried about, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that's what I was I was really concerned it was going to be. And apart, apart from this like input lag thing, which is not a massive, like, massive, massive problem, it play it does play very, like, sort of really well. And to be honest, because all I play for is the career mode, really, and for, because of that, this is kind of dangerous for me to have this game in such an... like, in this format, because... I really can end up playing this for hours, and that's why my hands hurt at the moment. Because 
you can just, you know, I can just sort of take it anywhere and still sort of continue playing. I mean, all I need now is Animal Crossing, and I can probably just just play on my Switch and not bother with any other consoles now because it's 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 great having this. It's um, it's really good. Dad, you so that this week? Like that, that's you should try that again. It's before. not the same. No, just you never get a proper go on PS4 or whatever. Just get on Switch, and I bet you'll fall in love with it. Uh, it's not the same. It's too much hard work. It's um, <laughs> so. Considering all the negative points you said about it, mm-hmm. would you like if you had the chance to, you know, just straight up trade it for a PS4 or Xbox version? Would you? That's the problem because I've been thinking about that over the last couple of days because I've just been thinking: Is this? Would I really rather play this like looking a bit better on like another system? And I'm still not sure actually about that. I mean, what is sure a bit of a shame is that this is probably going to be the only FIFA game on the system, and. They have done a really good job with it, like I think. And no, I'm not convinced it is. I don't think they're going to jack it in. You don't think so? No, no, no especially no, the Switch. Well, the sales figures for the <laughs> exactly. Switch have been so big that they'd be mad to. Well, it depends, doesn't it? Because it, it depends on how it sells. I mean, that that's the thing. I mean, Well, it does, but also the fact that they've got the engine there for that, that specific version now. Like, it's a unique engine for that version of the game, yeah. isn't it? yeah. Because it's not, it's the, not the 360 version, yeah. and it's not the Frostbite. So, p- putting all the effort into getting it running on the Switch, you'd imagine that it would obviously be a lot cheaper to develop the next one. But I mean, it's it's far far better, like in handheld, than any other football game I've ever played. I think actually, like much better than any sort of ones I played on like Vita or on like obviously 3DS or anything like that. It's, it's yeah, you'd expect it to be though, wouldn't you? It, it's proper good. I mean, it's it really does feel like good. I mean, I want to try the um because it's got like co-op, not co-op. It's got like um you know two player using each person as a Joy-Con, and I mean, I'd imagine that's probably even more painful. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> if you're just playing for like a quick game, that that'd be fine. But um. Yeah, I just need a pro controller. But I, I don't know. I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm sort of conflicted as to whether it's worth it. And I think it kind of is, just so you can take it anywhere with you. But it is also missing some stuff, which is makes it not so good. Mm. Okay, cool. Is that your list? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Although you know, you know, there was an update to Mario Run. I know no one cares about this. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, I, I played a bit of the remix mode. It's good. Did you? What do you think? Yeah, of it's it? okay. It I- was okay. It was a bit like I know. I, I, you know, I don't know. The, I mean, just really short levels. Yeah, it works well, though. It's um, I, yeah, I it found, works. I found it quite fun. <laughs> it works. <laughs> the bar set by James Farley. There, does it work? Yeah, good. Well, that's at least a five out of ten then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't gone back to it properly. I ju- I just played one little remix thing and think, okay, that's fine, and then didn't go back to it. But yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, <coughs> the games that I have actually been playing this week, one of them is I played through a game called Expand, uh, which is a 2015 game. It came out on Steam 2015, but it, it is coming to Xbox and PS4 this week, I think. Um, it's a sort of indie game. I, 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 I said in my review that it feels like the sort of architect, the arch, you know, the, what's, what's that word? Archetype. Archetypal. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a sort of indie game. You know, it's it's, it's it trying to be art. It's really <clears throat> minimalistic. Like, the graphics are very, very basic. Everything's black, white, or red. You know, it's... Uh, it's also... You control a pink square um, around these sort of circular mazes that shape-shift and shift... Uh, 
perspective and stuff and it's got a piano score over the top of it and I was thinking oh god this is like a proper this is trying too hard to be art uh, this better make a point because at the moment all, all I'm doing is going from A to B with a few obstacles in the way and I'm trying to avoid things and that's it um, but it lasts about three hours long and by the time that I'd finished it I absolutely adored it I thought it was I think it's fantastic um, it's it's the, the point that it makes is that if you put enough effort and thought into the most basic of ideas, you can create something interesting out of it. Um, I mean, for starters, the, the only sort of unique thing about it is that it constantly fucks with perspective. And I don't mean like zooming in and out and going 3D and stuff like that. You're still basically looking at 2D circular mazes. But the further you move away from the centre, the more that everything sort of zooms out and that fucks with your head a little bit. Um, and the every time you die, it rotates round, say, you know, 30 degrees. And all of a sudden, although you're doing the same bit of the puzzle again or the same bit of the maze again, um, because you're heading in a different direction than you were the first time, it kind of fucks with your brain a bit and it feels like you're doing it for the first time again um and it just it's full of so many clever little ideas and what i mean by that is that throughout the whole game all you're doing is using the left stick to move about that's it it doesn't introduce a new mechanic it doesn't introduce new um it doesn't like the obstacles that you come across seem to be pretty consistent throughout the whole thing it doesn't introduce like new things all the time but it's just the way that it changes how you're getting past things. Uh, and, and the way each obstacle moves means that you have to rethink the way that you, you approach each each uh, part of the game. It's And then uh, as you're playing, the music starts to build up. And it's got bosses, but they're not bosses. They're just bigger sections of mazes. Uh, and they're a little bit more intense. And you've got to, suddenly you're sitting up and concentrating on what you're doing rather than just shifting this square around the screen um and it's beautiful like it is it's utterly stunning to look at throughout it's interesting to look at it the, the sort of imagery and the shapes it creates just by these moving platforms it's really interesting and i love games that are about three hours long that you can get through they're not bloated it didn't feel that there was a section that i was doing that just felt like it was in there to fill out a bit of time everything felt necessary for what the game was and by the end of it i was just like okay yeah when when i see games like this i constantly think is this going to be pretentious or is this gonna actually feel like art you know what i mean and it, this one nails it it nails it um i i was it, there's not much to it and i said i think there there will be people that even look at it and just think nope that's not for me that's not the sort of game that i like to play um but I, I've just, I've, I was really surprised. I didn't expect to like it. By the end of it, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. When I first started out, I was thinking, this is going to disappear up his own ass," And it doesn't. It just pushes you through these mazes. And by the end of it, you've had a good few challenging areas <coughs> to get through. Um, you've had to re, re sort of tune your brain to understand what you have to do to get from point A to point B. And the music's wonderful, and visually it's wonderful as well. This game is so, like yeah, great I mean, on mobile. Um, how would you? I, I don't know how you would control it because, it, like, dragging the square wouldn't feel. I was as, using that there are sections to that game where you need work. the precision to 
Like, if you, like using the accelerometer, would that not work? I suppose it would, but you need to be a lot. You need to be really precise with certain bits, especially sort of the what I'm calling the boss areas, the sort of bigger maze bits, um, because there are bits where it's firing at all cylinders at you, and you're like, okay, it's never too difficult. It never goes anywhere near Cuphead or anything like that. But it it there are moments where you go, okay, I need to concentrate for a little bit to get past this bit. Um, and you know when you do die, the checkpointing is so generous that it never gets frustrating that you have to start uh, again. There are moments where it does send you back further than you used to, um, but they feel necessary. It feels like okay, no, this is actually challenging me to do this, and it's not just going to let me hit the checkpoint and restart two seconds earlier this time. Um, and yeah, I'm really, really surprised. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I, you know. I think it's around £13. I'm not sure it fully justifies that, but if you ever see it for around a tenner, I would definitely pick it up if you're into these sort of games because uh, I think you get a lot out of it. The, the, really the, clever. The, the one on PS4 apparently comes with a soundtrack as well. You said the soundtrack's good, right? Yeah, and the way it builds as you're playing. like and it, Sometimes it, it moves in... like platforms will move in time to the music and add to the music and stuff like that. Uh, but the yeah, the way it sort of builds the layers of the music as you're playing through each world is uh, really clever and works really well. Um, yeah, I loved it. I think it was one to look out for because I'd never heard of it. It'd been out for two years. I'd never heard of it. Um, but, I, you know, now it's on PS4 and stuff. It's Maybe it'll get, get, get onto your radar. Um, and again, if you like very simple games, uh, then this is, is definitely one to look out for. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I played that, and uh, the last game we're going to talk about is Golf Story, which came out for the Nintendo Switch last yeah, I week. Know about this. I think it was last Thursday. So this was on the Nintendo Indies stuff. They didn't really push it. They dropped a couple of trailers on their um, on their uh, Nintendo Directs, and it was an instant like people sort of just caught onto it and was like, "Well, hold on, what was that?" Um, and it appeared to be an RPG, you know, look, what looked like a J, JRPG with the normal sort of um, turn-based, uh, what do you call it? The turn-based, what they call it? Strategy. Come on, fighting. Turn-based whatever. RPG? No, it's, yeah, the, the, the sort of combat, that's it, that's the word I'm looking for. The turn-based combat has been stripped out and it looks like it's replaced with golf, <laughs> which was an interesting concept. It was like, okay... I like the idea of a JRPG that has all these characters and all this this world that's built up around you. Um, but I don't like that sort of combat. So replacing it with golf, which is something that I do like in games, uh, I'm interested. Turns out it's more of a golf game than it is an RPG. Um, it is essentially a golf game with a story wrapped around it. Uh, there's still stuff where you level up and you get cash and you can spend that, but it's all very basic and very linear and very, you need to go here and do this, you need to go here and do that. Um, and there isn't sort of dialogue choices or anything like that. It's literally just going to characters and them saying, there's a problem in this golf course. We need your help to do this. And the challenges are stupid. They're like, there are birds over there and they're angry because we've got all their eggs. You have to hit the eggs into their nest and, you know, shit like that. Uh, but it's a decent golf game. I would say it's obviously it's not as good as um, everybody's golf in terms of the golf itself. It's a lot more basic than that. 
it's a deeper than I thought it would be. You can still put on backspin and curves and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Precision shots. The more you play, the more sort of abilities you long- unlock with your golf and you get, like, better clubs and stuff like that. Um, what it does do, though, it the it's really funny. Like, it's got some real laugh-out-loud moments to it. Um, and I was getting a little bit bummed out with it uh, last night when I was playing it because I was just doing challenges just doing missions to get to the next bit and there wasn't that much comedy in it but the bit I've just done is is sort of it feels like okay I'm starting act two of this now um, and it was just there was a scene in it that had me laughing throughout the whole thing um, the writing is absolutely superb and some of the characters are just just brilliant in it um, I, I, that's fine enough with me because I, I as we've said about everybody's golf golf games are very relaxed you know you you can get stressed out with them if you shit at putting and stuff like that but it's <clears throat> all pretty standard golf stuff and it's you, you can get through courses without even thinking about it without like worrying too much about the wind or you know where you're actually hitting it and stuff um it's just the dressing around it. So I'm, I'm playing this sort of relaxing golf game, but also really enjoying the plot and the characters and the and the way everyone's interacting with each other. Um, and that just makes it a really enjoyable experience. And, and to have it on the Switch, again, as we say with so many games, to have access to it whenever I want, just to play it for like half an hour here and there when Joe's watching some shit telly is just perfect because it's just an enjoyable game to it play. It looks so nice. I, lo- um, I love the, the look of it. Yeah, there's there's part there's part of me that feels like I shouldn't worry about the developer because they've put this game out and they're asking for money for it. But there's part of me that thinks this game kind of blew up because it was put on these Nintendo Directs. And um, although that's good for the developer, it also puts them under a lot of pressure and expectations are raised. I've seen people complaining to the devs saying, why is there not a female choice of character? And I just kind of think, I'm pretty sure it's one or two dudes working on this game and they would have to rewrite a load of text and work a load of shit out to get a female character in. So digging them out about that straight off the bat is maybe a little bit strong. Um, and you know there's there's a few glitches in it where i've got stuck in scenery and i've had to reset the game um and there's a a bit of a problem with communication on what you're supposed to do so at the start it it kind of tells you to do these missions but it doesn't point you in any any sort of direction um and there's a lot of working it out and working out what the devs are trying to get you to do next um it has a problem with that and and uh, but but once you sort of understand what the game like the di- direction the game's going, then you sort of naturally start to go towards where it's pointing you. Um, it needs like a mini map. There's no mini map, so in the towns you can get lost or confused as to where to go, uh, which is a bit shit. But other than that, I mean, I I'm really really enjoying it. I I, I think I've played it for about four or five hours, and I'm nowhere near done with it. There's there's it seems like it's very very long yeah i was gonna ask about uh, that because obviously when i hear the word rpg i think oh god i haven't got like 100 hours which which silly because i'll put at least four times that into destiny but uh, um you know i don't want to play like a, a really really super long game and do you get an impression that this is gonna be a massive game to play i don't know there are several areas that i've i'm nowhere near uh unlocking yet there seems to be a structure on it where you build up to uh compete in a tournament in each town um i've i'm on the third town or i've just finished the third town and the fourth town hasn't unlocked and there's already 
two that I can see near me that I haven't gone anywhere near yet. And what you tend to do is you go into the town and there's loads of side quests to do. Um, many of them you have to do to to unlock the tournament in that in uh, you know in that specific town. But I I don't know, man. I don't, I don't care. Like I've I've really enjoyed just going around chatting to people and seeing what funny stuff it throws up. The humour is light. Like there's no sort of it's not aiming for to be this you know great comedy and this edgy there's there's no edginess to it it's all pretty light humor but the way it's delivered is so good so good there's a there's a scene where your coach meets his idol and that's that's the one i've just done and i thought it was fucking hilarious the timing and what the the writing the what the characters were saying was just so funny that um i had to take a photo of it and just send it to sean because he's playing it at the same time and i was just like I love this bit. I, I thought this was brilliant. And he said, yeah, yeah, that's that's where he got back into it because he had a bit of a lull with it as well. Uh, that's, you know, where he's got back into it. You not you you planning to pick this up then, John, or no? At some point, I'm definitely going to play it. Um, I think with everything else that's out at the moment, I said we talked about this before, I don't want to pick this up, play it for a bit, go, oh, yeah, I like that, and then just just drop it, and then a million things pile on top. I might, you know, inevitably it'll be in sale, and that's not to say it's too expensive, but that just more of a timing thing. Say there's a sale for this in January, I'm like, oh, yeah, perfect timing. I, I, how much is it? It's like 12, 13 quid. Oh, look at you. I, I, I don't need just, to know how much these things cost. Um, well, yeah, yeah. They yeah. for fun. Uh, it's <laughs> um, 13, I think. 13 quid? Yeah. I'll buy it. It's, it's totally yeah, no, it's not. It's not I mean, even, just, you know, even you've, for the golf. You, you've deliberately misunderstood what I meant. I said no, no, no. I was talking to the listeners oh, there, yeah. not 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 you specifically. It's all right, but yeah, in January when it's on sale in January, so sort it out, uh, sort it out. Sidebar games, put it on sale in January. Lids. <laughs> um, yeah, I, but I mean, and James, I think you'd love it, uh, and it it says a lot that it has a main story mode and it has a golf mode as well, so you can just play the golf stuff. Mm-hmm. So, if you were worried that it was going to be some half-baked golf game with, that was really sort of more of an RPG than it was, you know, concentrating on what you're actually doing in terms of gameplay, it's not that at all. The golf is actually really fun to play, uh, and it's a lot deeper than I ever thought it would be in terms of what you can do and and how the golf plays. It's it's really good fun, really good fun. Yeah, I thought you were to pick us up. I think you'd really like this. No, I, I didn't actually know anything about it, but after all this, it does sound like something that may be suitable, actually. Especially, I mean, I'm more interested in the story side of stuff than the golf, but golf's fine. Yeah, and the story, it's not even that the story's that good. The story is, you know... <laughs> okay, let me give you an example. So the story is about a... Uh, there's a kid who was being taught how to play golf by his dad but he was never really good enough to enter tournaments. And then later on in his life, you grow up and he's like, no, this is it. I, golf is, I want golf to be my life. I'm going to enter this tournament. And he goes to this town where everyone's playing golf and they all laugh at him because he's got a shit swing. And it's basically him earning the respect of everyone and then trying to, you know, become the best golf player in the world. Um, but the, you know, is that's as basic as the story is. There's no sort of big world building. There's no sort of plots and twists or anything like that. Or, the, or at least there's not in the four or five hours I've played. But the charm comes in it is that everyone around him is clearly taking advantage of him and being a complete dick to him. Mm. But the character's just like, 
Mr. Nice Guy. Like he's walking around with a big smile on his face and just accepting like even when people are saying you're shit and you don't deserve to play golf, <laughs> he's just like, okay, yeah, I'm not that good, am I? But I can get better. <laughs> like he's entering tournaments and the guy that, that um, first saw him play golf was like, okay, yeah, but I get all the winnings. I get all the money. And he's like, okay, yeah. I mean, I suppose you did see me first. And that that doesn't get old. The fact that he's just this Mr. Nice guy that doesn't quite understand that everyone around him is an arsehole is, is um that is enough to get quite a few laughs out of me already. Uh, just the way he's reacting to stuff, and that's that's you know a very small example of why why I'm enjoying it so much. It's little things like that. Um, yeah, well worth picking up. Well worth perfect for the Switch. That, oh Jesus! It it's got HD rumble in it as well, which is well used. But fuck me, is it intense? Like it's constantly using the HD HD rumble. Every time the ball hits the floor, there's like quite a sharp jab of vibration, um, and every dialogue box is ended with a just like a jolt of your Switch. It's pretty mad. You can turn it off in the main menu, but. Uh, yeah, there should be a lot of a lot of games that use HD Rumble have a slide on how intense it is. Have you noticed that? No, no. Sorry. How intense? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. There's um. The, uh, I haven't seen that. that. Uh, Tumble Seed was the first one I noticed it in. There's there's a few others that use it where where you can just turn the intensity down. This game needs that, okay. I think, especially especially because fucking HD Rumble's loud. Mm-hmm. And when I'm playing in bed and. Um, my wife's asleep next to me. I was just hearing, like you just see her looking like I've opened one eye and think, well, we're probably not going to be married the next day. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ! D- 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 um, does it do the thing where it does sound like it does feel like the golf ball is going into the hole, or is it just rumble at this stage? Yeah, it feels it feels like it, it feels like the ball, especially when the ball's bouncing on the green and stuff. It feels like something's fudding down on the floor. Uh, and that's cool it doesn't like you can't feel it in your hands it's just got that very distinctive jab of vibration um, and yeah it works I mean it works well it's just way too intense at the moment does FIFA do <laughs> anything with HD Rumble is, James or not? it does not no I've not noticed I mean obviously if you hit the bar it rumbles but that's about it there's not much okay. more that's a shame that's a shame oh mate have you taken a penalty in the last second? Maybe it's got like heartbeat. Stuff. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, it does do that actually. Yeah, it it does the um yeah. Where if you got you know like when it does the thing where you you've got uh you know you you have to score this penalty and if you don't then you you're done. It does that whole mad vibration stuff. But does it like feel like heartbeats or is it just vibrating? Uh yeah, it is. It's like it's it's more like heartbeats. It's like you know that kind of thing. It's it's alright. Okay, um yeah. So that's it. That's what we've been playing this week. Uh, we should probably get onto emails and get the f- fuck out of here. So, uh, if you want to email us, it's uh, the computer game show at gmail.com. Uh, the first one we got is, I think it's, this is like a delayed one from the live show from Adam. Uh, he says, uh, Hey guys, congrats on an awesome live show. I loved it. I was a bit gutted my message for Sean wasn't read. And when I read, when I checked, I was proper gutted to find this in my outbox with an error. Very annoying. Any chance of addressing it in the next pod? Well, that's what I'm doing now. Um, so he says, <laughs> God. he says, you asked for best memories of Sean, so I suppose mine is his passionate love of cheese. I've never known anyone to get their what? fondness for fromage into everyday conversation as much as Mr. Bell. And even stranger, it seems to be whenever he receives a compliment. Listen back to some other shows. So the listener says, thanks for always being the voice of reason, Sean. And then Sean says, cheese. 
Uh, listener, Sean will make a great dad. And Sean says, uh, cheese. Oh, I see. Um, I see. Listener, good luck with parenthood, Sean. You'll be great. And Sean says, hmm, cheese. Okay. Uh, just something I picked up. We but, get it. We get it. Yeah. But at the end of my compliment, I always look forward to the inevitable reference to cheddar. Uh, coming from a father of two, I can say without hesitation, there will be times over the months of October and November when you'll be questioning your life. The impact on your life is... <laughs> <laughs> questioning your life? Yeah. The, the impact on your life is literally nuclear, that nothing will be the same. On the flip side, you will have a child and you will love them more than anything in the world. Being a parent is the most is is the most rewarding, fun, life affirming, and heartwarming the thing ever. And I know that in those lonely, dark, and cold morning hours, you'll keep that in mind, Sean. You're going to smash being a dad, and your child will be lucky to have you. Have fun. And I also like Rockfall, so feel free to say so if cheese is too modest for such an occasion. So, questions. Uh, what is the best, as in technically and playability, mobile game you've ever played? Consider buying Old Man Journey uh, if that if this helps with my thinking. John, you first. What's the best uh, mobile game you've ever God, played? Uh, New Star Soccer, probably, before it changed. It's and good one. Yeah, it went all weird. Yeah, it did mm. go a bit weird, didn't it? Off the rouse a little bit. They got, a, I mean, they got to earn money. Oh, but God, yeah. At the yeah, same yeah. time, uh, yeah, I sort of fell out of love with it pretty quickly after the uh, sort of first main big yeah, update. Same, that they but did. yeah, that, that, that'll definitely be the one for me. Uh, most played disc driving, obviously, uh, but my fondest is probably Lara Croft Go. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I never played that. I should I should play that at some point. Um, yeah, I liked Hitman Go, but again, fell off of it pretty hard. Yeah, pretty I think quickly, we got on with that, but, but Lara uh, Croft Go, brilliant. Mine would be there's a puzzle <laughs> game called Freeze that I like. James? Uh, they... <laughs> okay. It's got to be Happy Street, isn't <laughs> it? No, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> Happy Street was the pilot. Oh, man. <laughs> Isn't it Mr. Crab for you Happy Street. Yeah, Mr. Crab oh, Mr. was... Mr. Crab is up there as well. Mr. Crab was excellent. I See, I, I still play, like, on a daily basis, Letterpress. Do you remember that? Wow, no. do you? That is old yeah, school. I still, What's I've Letterpress? Still got people I play that with. They Holy still crap. love it. And we... Hey? I can't believe people are still playing that. What's We're... Letterpress? It was. Uh, it's the one where you have to like you just make up words basically, and you know from a grid. You know, I think everyone played in like two thousand and nine. Oh yeah, shit yeah, <laughs> shit yeah. I'm still playing that in chess with friends. Um, Matt's still playing Fire Emblem Heroes. We're gone. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm now up to eleven thousand two hundred sixty-three games of freeze. Just in case you're interested. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Next question. Uh, Stout or lager? Uh, hmm, oh, different drinks, different needs. Probably. S- yeah. Yeah, that stout in the winter, lager in the summer. Lager, I don't, I don't like stout, but I like other beers. Do you not like no. Guinness? Oh, love oh, a Guinness. Man, love Guinness a Guinness. Um, my love for stout yeah. is bigger than lager, but you can't beat a lager in the sunshine, can you? No, you can't. No, you can't, lid. James. Uh, also <laughs> lager. Sometimes cider. <laughs> <laughs> I have an Xbox One X to replace my standard Xbox One on pre-order. I'm wary. In a world where you represent Microsoft, convince me to keep my pre-order. In the spirit of optimism, take it away, Matt. And James, keep it zipped. Do you like playing on Xbox? Well, you've got a lot of backwards compatible games. And if you've got got a 4K (laughs) TV, even better. We should probably get a PS4. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, uh, we seem to have been invaded by Major Nelson there. Jesus Christ, Matt, come on. 
They've got to be a little bit more effort into that, well, please. I can't think of anything else to any other reason to do it. It's the best, Look, best if it, if it's the most powerful console the best, out there, mate. Yeah, the most powerful console, best looking, potentially best looking multiplayer, uh, multi platform games. <laughs> it's the best, best looking let's multiplayer. Have, let's go a great uh, version of PUBG in November. Good triggers. Mm, I don't know. Next. Uh, okay, that's the end of his questions. He just says, as always, uh, loving the show, guys. You provide an equal amount of entertainment each week to anything else I subscribe to, such as Netflix. Uh, please remind Thanks. me of the tip jar. I'll be gladly chucking in some for you. Uh, yeah, work yeah. it, work yeah. it in there. Work so it in there. I'm also doing now. The t- if you want to donate to tip jar, it's paypal.me slash the computer game show. Yeah, well, we said it was going to be monthly, but okay, fine. Um, next question. Ugh. Uh, hi guys, I'm currently creating a fantasy world for Dungeons and Dragons, a game that I'll be running soon. And while creating the map, I've decided to call, include an island called Farley. What kind of <laughs> horrors or possibly delights do you think you might find there? At some point, my players will face a door with an unpickable lock. Uh, always love the show. That's from Jim Graver. Farley Island. Jesus Christ. I mean, if it's based on Farley's, like, if Farley was running it, then, I mean, his moral standpoint and everything is a disgrace. You've just got to look at, you know, how he played The Walking Dead, how he played Life is Strange. It just makes all the wrong Gears decisions. Gears of War. Uh, <laughs> Gears of War. Like breaking the rules, um, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's a rule breaker. James Farley is currently sitting there in a leather jacket and some aviator glasses <laughs> and a white T-shirt. Yeah, so, I don't care, man. Sergio Giorgini. <laughs> <laughs> You can still find me. Um, uh, I haven't played Dungeons yeah. & Dragons, but if it's a sort of game where you can get like plus five cynicism, is that is that going to affect, uh, yeah. is that going to negatively affect your your squad going through the, dra- the dungeon? Squad. <laughs> I, d- I, d- I don't know. I, You're d- asking d- the next wrong question. people. It's, uh, yeah. It would be a shithole. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, dear Shawness Ones, uh, you talked about how Destiny 2 had some moments of hugeness when you felt small and could and appreciate how gigantic certain things were. You also said that you thought games don't do this enough. What games do you think uh, did it best? That's from Nick Hannon. We gave We gave a couple of our uh, answers like when we were talking about it. Um, Portal 2 was fantastic for Definitely. that. You know, the, the, I mentioned the huge vault door in that game was, was utterly stunning. Um, I also got totally weirded out and I've mentioned this before in Forza Horizon 2 with the massive airship I don't know what it was but it was that huge shadow and seeing that massive plane just above my head made me feel a bit ill because of the scale of the thing uh, so yeah that was pretty impressive I, I remember Halo for playing Halo 1 for the first time and seeing you know you remember when you looked up and saw the the Halo world going yeah, over yeah, your head. Yeah, that was a great moment. That was like insanely impressive. Jumping off the um, Zeppelin in Battlefield One, it's pretty cool. That yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah. The Zeppelin is pretty good in that. Think, yeah, that's another one, definitely. M- most recently, John, any... definitely um, Breath of the Wild was was like that because it just it it did the, it nailed that whole sort of you know you can see you can go anywhere and it was it, it did yeah but that's not I don't think yeah, that's, that's the example we're looking for because. What we're talking about, the sense of scowling, don't get me wrong, the sense of scowling in Breath of the Wild is fucking incredible. But what we're talking about is that weird feeling when you see something so huge that it weirds you out a bit. You didn't you get, never that, get from, that. You James? didn't get those from the mazes, because I did from that, because they were yeah, um, massive. I was impressed when I looked down on them, but yeah. I didn't get completely freaked out. I was a little bit claustrophobic when you were in them. Um, 
but yeah, no, this is more like looking up at, like the example we gave was looking up at Canary Wolf and yeah. just going, no, I'm not comfortable with that. I played a fair few um, bits of GTA 5 in first person when it came out on current gen consoles now and playing that in first person, looking around the world, it had yeah, that, that was great. That, that felt like a totally different game. Yeah, it did. John, you got I any think examples it's, it's stuff inside VR, isn't it? It's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that Robinson, the journey yeah, oh, with the giant dinosaurs... The beginning of the Batman Arkham VR when you just look up and the 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 guy who kills Bruce Wayne's parents is staring down on you and he just you you're the size of a child so he just feels enormous and you know the the, the fact that it's truly 3D and you're right in it it makes such a difference even the beginning of the um the the VR like mode mission the VR like trench run mission from um, Star Wars Battlefront like the little add-on they did that when it opens you're basically underneath one of those big walkers and you can look up and it just looks absolutely enormous that made my knees go a little bit I get that same thing looking up at giant buildings as you do the Canary Wharf and in New York and things like that so yeah I've, I've definitely had that but yeah I, after doing the VR ones I not I don't really get it so much in in flat mm. games. Area X is probably a yeah. good shout as well. The mm-hmm. first time you get in, see the lady. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, anything in VR basically. It's, uh, I mean, the half time I spent in VR for me is like just looking at the scenery because it's like, wow, this is massive. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next question. Uh, so, with the lack of show last week, I've been listening to Joypod with recommendation from the TCGS community. Having discovered Mr. Turner and Dr. Farley on Dark Calls and subsequently jumping over to TCGS, I just wanted to know what happened to David from the early days of Joypod to now. Did something happen? Did you come back from a war with PTSD? Was the birth of your child the reason for the change or simply just sick of the shit people chat? Because the change I have noticed is your bitterness towards the industry and presenting at large. I can tell you still enjoy podcasting, but after doing it for most of your adult life, has the luster of being the main one lost its sparkle? You seem to have lost your spunk and dynamism. Don't get me wrong, I really enjoy Bitter David. It keeps flow and banter bus rolling. Anyway, just an observation, not meant to cause offence. And uh, that's from Oodles. Uh, no offence taken. I, I, I don't know what you mean. Uh, I, I don't think I'm bitter towards the industry, am I? I wouldn't say so, am mate. I? No, um, I love the industry. I think it's amazing. I'm really passionate about games and that. I, I am more grumpy, and I, I, nothing has changed other than when I was a little bit younger. I was worried about what people thought of me, and I was like, oh, "Oh, one thing we said when we first started the computer game show, and we were talking about what sort of style of show we wanted to do. One thing that I said is that okay, one thing we can't do is hold back. Whereas, like on JoyPod, if I said to oh, I thought, oh, I'm not going to say that because I might upset someone or I'm not going to say that because, you know, it's not the right thing to say and I have to understand other people's points of view. Now I just don't give a fuck. I, like, honestly, I don't care. I just do whatever. That, and that, that's probably why that's all coming out. I'm trying to remove that filter now and just let you know what I think without having to think, ooh, but actually you might like this game, so I'm not going to slag it off too much. Well, you might... Mm, fuck off, just whatever. You're just endlessly agreeing and, uh, with all the other hosts. Yeah, as as for as for the way I talk about the listeners and stuff and how I don't want to know any of you, I've always thought <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, ne- never, never changed. So I just didn't say it at Joypod. I'm saying it now. I don't want to know you. Next question. <laughs> Hey guys, I've been playing the COD World War II multiplayer beta this past few days and haven't been very impressed. Uh, The latest iteration brings nothing new and reskins old elements to make them seem new. So with the release of the old game just over a month away, I wanted to ask, is anyone on the show excited to play uh, this new World War II Call of Duty? Will anyone be playing it on the day of release? 
That's from Ben. I haven't been in, in, interested in the multiplayer side of things for a long time, but I've I haven't been interested in the single player thing side of things for a while, uh, and I think that this might change that. The, everything I've seen of the single player looks brilliant, so um, I will probably play that, but go nowhere near the multiplayer. Yeah, exactly the same, but I, I I won't be buying it. I'll, I'll wait for it super cheap and second hand somewhere to play a single player. Like, whereas previously I would have bought that. Played single player on day one, then gone multi. Multi, I just too many other things to play. But did multi play interest me? I mean, single player interests me definitely, but not enough to pick it up. No way. That that is something that's changed as well, isn't it? Over the last couple of years with COD games, because they used to like hold their value for like a long time, but now they really don't. Like you could get infinite. Like after a couple of weeks, it was like down to like twenty quid or whatever. And uh, yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, I know what you're saying with a holding value, but they were never insanely expensive games, even at launch. I mean, we remember the the old days when it, it was probably at its peak. The, the the supermarkets would still sell them for like twenty five quid on launch day, and it was like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, so yeah, I did, I've never seen them as like really expensive games that that sort of held their value that much. So I don't know. Maybe it was just my experience, um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't like where they went with the single player stuff. And if it's going back to feeling like an army game again, then I'm I'm all over it, all over it, all over that. John, you picking it up? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of interested in the single player, but I get the feeling I just bounce off it. Um, I, I like what I've seen yeah. so far. I didn't like. Um, I really didn't like the multiplayer. I just felt like it felt old. I felt like I played it before. It's fine in isolation, but um, I, I, you know, why would I want to play that again? It's like I checked afterwards after feeling that, and I checked how many mainline Call of Duty games have there been. And do you want to do you want to take a guess? It's a lot. It's isn't it like twelve or something like that? I was going to say twelve. It's 14, this is fourteen. Call of Duty 14. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So if you think about that style of multiplayer has been in there since four, really, um, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of years for yeah. basically playing the same thing, especially as this one's taking that big back step into being more like the older ones. So I, I get that some people like that, but um, I, I can't see me spending too much time with it, to be honest. I think Gi- I was listening to Giant, I think it's Giant Bomb or something. They... Um, made a fucking good point that one of the saddest things about Call of Duty at the moment is that they've chosen to just keep doing zombie modes rather than go back and look at Spec yeah. Ops again because that that stuff was fucking so good in Modern Warfare 2 yeah we love that don't do you we? remember those yes. nights Matt? That's absolutely brilliant yeah. I, like that. I remember that snow level not, not off by heart yeah that was yeah, class great. yeah it's a shame we don't see more of that to be honest with you but there you go they, they. I mean, they clearly have the data saying that no one played it. So, what can you do? Uh, they're not going to bring it back if no one played it at the True time, it. whatever. Next, first time emailer as Dave didn't wow. reply to my okay. text. Uh, has Dave managed to locate uh, Kilton in Zelda Breath of the Wild? As when I mentioned this to him the other day, he looked at me like I was talking complete and utter bullshit. As I'm sure some of you will know, Kilton sells exclusive monster-themed merchandise in exchange for monster parts. However, finding them can be a bit of a pain in the ass. Also, has anyone else gone back to playing Breath of the Wild after completing it and found any other exciting places to visit on the map? That's from Carl Hickman. Firstly, a bit of backstory. Um, Carl is uh, the, the, 
there's a weird sort of relation there Um, but I I saw him this weekend and we were talking about Breath of the Wild uh, and he'd completed it and I completed it and I'd done stuff afterwards that he hadn't and he'd done stuff that I I hadn't then he sent me a text on how to do the stuff that he was talking about I didn't know I was supposed to respond to that Carl so sorry about that Um, but more importantly yeah I had no idea that you could get these masks and dress as enemies and walk amongst them without being seen did you guys know this? yeah I stumbled across that guy that's that's really cool that I've put seventy odd hours into this game and still didn't know this stuff mm. was in there. I loved shit like that, and um, because I was playing it, uh, I so I switched it on again for the first time in a while last week, um, and I found the you know behind the hidden forest where all the the seeds gather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you have to try and find it by like following the flame. There's another forest behind that that's in pitch black. So I found that out of nowhere, and that was amazing. And then I found like the, all this like sort of stone structure, but it was all like I was walking around, and my shrine thing started kicking off. And I was like, well, there must be a shrine around here, but I've got no idea where it could possibly be. And I thought, hold on, this looks like the roof of something. And then dropped down, and it was a huge temple filled with guardians. And I was like, what? This is brilliant. I'm still finding new stuff. I still, I'm still seeing new stuff. I'm still hearing new bits of music that I've never heard in the game before. It's really fucking incredible how good that game is, and how much shit is in there that you just will never see unless you've covered every inch of that map. Uh, it's really, really something special that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I did the exact same thing. I completed it. Thought I was done with it. Was fully prepared to sell it. And I've played essentially the same amount of time again in that game, but just mopping stuff up and just travelling about and stuff. There's a perfect Sunday morning game with the boy where he's not really interested in playing just yet. Like He wants to wake up first, but he's quite happy sitting there on the sofa just pointing at places and telling me to go there. And then off I trot. It's nice. really good. Love it. Have you have you, you've, you've completed it since we last spoke, John? Um, since we last spoke on a podcast, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I finished it a few weeks ago. Finally, um, I still feel that there's plenty to do. This, I mean, I mean, I think I finished on maybe fifty odd shrines, something like that. There's so much to do, but um, I went back to it a bit, and I just felt like this is the this is the time to to move on and do a bunch of other stuff, and maybe I'll go back to it when that uh, second DLC drops. Because I don't, I don't feel like I'm done with it, but I felt like it was time to to move on. But yeah, what a magical just experience! Drop it for yeah, me, yeah, yeah, exactly that, uh, and, and like the greatest game ever to play on a train just takes you to this like serene world where you can just completely lose all of these people around you i love playing the switch on the train generally but nothing's ever compared to to playing that it's it's a truly magical experience yeah i mean i i i I thought the same and um i stopped playing it for a bit after i completed it but then there'll be a point where you're just sitting there and you'll put your switch on and you think Oh, I wouldn't mind just popping that back in again. And then all of a sudden, all the feelings you've had while playing that game just come flooding back and you're like, oh, God, God this is amazing. I'm going to play this for another 40 hours. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking well good. Matt, you, but how about you? Have you gone back to it? Uh, no, I've sold it, <clears throat> but I will... You haven't? Have you actually sold it? Yes, of course I did. But you, Matt, do you actually you have the any Switch pack? games apart from Mario Kart that you can't get rid of? Mario Kart, Sonic Mania, um, some others, I can't remember. 
Didn't you buy the DLC though? No, God no. Oh, but right. I'd, I I'd probably will do it. if that's amazing and rebuy the game later. Strange man. Okay. Uh, next question. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry, I've already gone down. Okay, <laughs> two related questions. Uh, with Doom, FIFA Accessor coming out on Switch, do you feel like you should buy these games on, on the system as a way of encouraging more AAA third-party games for the Switch or just just act like a consumer and just buy on whatever system is best for you? As an example, I just bought Doom for £5 second-hand for PS4. Similar applies to Skyrim and the next Wolfenstein game, which will be a good few months old by the time it gets to Switch, and I doubt I'd want to buy it twice. Do you think third-party support will dwindle like the Vita and Wii U? And that's from uh, Drunker Demp. Um, you you can't go around living your life like that. I mean, it's a very it's noble idea. Anyway, I'm going to buy this game to support third party. You can't live your life like that. Just buy a game if you know you're going to play it. Like I I love Doom. I know I love the fact that it's coming to Switch. There's no way I'm buying it for completely on the PS4 for. for yeah, but you know but, I mean? but then you will, then you are also going to buy Rocket League regardless of how much you played it on PS4. Yeah, because I know that I'm going to play that a lot. Exactly, yeah. It lets me play it when um, when I haven't got access to the TV. So, you know, there's a reason for buying that. I'm not going to buy a game just so I'm supporting third-party games on the Switch. That's mad. That's mad. And it's do madness. I think it will dry up? I don't think it will, you know. If the sales keep going for the Switch, that's the main thing. Get, get The more Switches out there, the more third-party support it's going to get. Simple but, as that. But then, thinking about the FIFA 18, as Farley said, if if like the online is just like a, is dead because people think, well, you know, Nintendo haven't bothered, and then so I, I, I will people be bothered to buy third party games which get ported over if they know, well, I'm not going to play with my mates, so I just won't bother. Well, I mean, not all games are multiplayer games, are they? No, no, of course not. But I think uh, I think that will definitely affect. Uh, whether people even bothered by f- third-party games on on Twitch, known for well, yeah, I mean you're no not going to see support. all. For, you're not going to see Far Cry on the Switch. You're not going to see like not not you know the Far Cry that we're going to be playing on PS4 next year. Um, but there, there, I think there'll still be quite a few. And even that, I mean, it's it's totally getting the indie support. And if if there's some good indie games coming out, it's going to replace that that Vita sort of space. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not going to be like the Wii U, where it is just Nintendo games coming out for it. No chance. What do you think, John? Um, sorry, what was the question? Okay, next question. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, should we do tweets? Yeah, let's do a couple and then call it a night. Okay. Uh, Jamie says, uh, "Now you're free of the shackles of Bell. Will you be rebranding as the Shooty Bang Bang Show?" Uh no. Next question. Okay, Rick Brooks says um I'm getting a One X uh, to upgrade my old 360. What three essential Xbox One in brackets only games should I buy that I may have missed? Uh, Forza Horizon? Horizon Three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm done. That's it. Uh, Gears of War is meant to be really yeah, good. Yeah, Gears of War Four supposed to be yeah. good, isn't it? It's decent. Yeah. Not played it, but so, you played it. Yeah, it's you, decent. Gears of War Four is decent. Huh. Now I'm struggling. Rise? No. Um, yeah, Xbox One only. I mean, obviously, if you if Rick had an amazing PC, he might have already played both those games, in fact, uh, on PC, because they're both also on PC. But Xbox One only? I, I can't, I think. If it was a couple of years ago, it'd be Rise of the Tomb Raider. And Titanfall for a while. on PS4 so. since. Uh, 
and Titanfall, yeah. They're big hitters. The ones that you were going to get an Xbox mm. for that have now, you know, they've gone. So it's yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I never played it, but Sunset Overdrive, wasn't that supposed to be good? It was alright. It wasn't as good as... I, I mean, I didn't get on with it as much as some people did. Yeah, I didn't um, either. But yeah. Yeah, I've got Forza then, isn't it? Yeah, I can't really think of it. <laughs> but either that's on PC. Like, he might he might have played it on PC. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you can't say that. You know, whatever. Uh, Fe- sea of Thieves is, the, is uh, coming out soon. Quantum Break? Crackdown. <laughs> Quite a crackdown. Yeah. It's not looking good for old Xbox, is it? Nope, sorry. Needs Left 4 Dead 3. Needs that game. Get that. Next. Oodle says, I just want to know who's going to be the indie guy now. We've all been... I, I've always been into indies, really, haven't I? I suppose not to Sean's level. I mean, indie for me is something that, you know... <laughs> did your indie for me is very different from indie for Sean. He finds games down back alleys, <laughs> like in a bin bag. And <laughs> says talks about it as if it's tights too. Um, so yeah, we I haven't got that aspect, but I'll I'll do my bloody best. Yeah, I'll yeah, do my bloody. We'll best. all pull our socks up. We'll all play the odd indie game. It's easy to access them now because it, you know we talk about it so often. But fuck me, being able to play the Switch for a lot longer, like like in times that where you you can't play your PS4 and Xbox, and if that's the main indie like console. Then, you know, if I bought the Golf Story on the PS4, I wouldn't have played it anywhere near as much as I have already on the Switch. Uh, and there's a reason for that. So I think that's got given us a better access to indie games for for sure. Uh, yeah, so me is the answer to that. Let's do one more. Uh, you know I hate it when you do this. Just do I've one more, James. One. Just pick one. Um, okay, uh, why do you think there's still no YouTube or Netflix on the Switch? Stud. Okay, pick another one. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, um, it recently took me 289 shots to smash a hole on Desert Golfing. What was your most frustrating game achievement? Jesus. Oh, God. What what game? I mean, there's been quite oh, a I few mine. where I've been banging my head against the wall. The Kappa Demon. Both times. Oh, God. You, oh, my God. The text messages you were sending me. Yeah. The text Shit. messages you were sending me were hilarious. And just all day, one day, you would just fuck this game, fuck this guy, and I'm going, no, go for the dogs. You wasted a whole day like, of my working I'm life doing that. It was just yeah. yeah, I love that game. That but that though, didn't you have like your heart in your your mouth kind of thing when you finally got him down no, to the end? He texted me and said, "I didn't even have the satisfaction by the end no. of it. I just got angry yeah. at myself for spending exactly so much that. time." Exactly <laughs> that. I was just angry. I, all I could do is picture the was it Miyazaki? I'm, I'm tired. Sorry, Miyazaki's face. Miyazaki, Miyazaki, the fucking guy, the, the main guy. Sorry, I know his name. I'm just tired. All I could do is picture his little attempt. friendly, friendly face, just laughing at me while his shit little room just kept breaking and the fucking dogs came getting me. Absolute shit. John, house. John, yeah, John. Just say both names and I'll edit in the correct one. Okay, uh, Mitsu, Mitsu, Miyazaki. That's definitely not the right one. No. It's Miyazaki, isn't it? <laughs> Mitsu. Yeah. I don't know. Miyamoto. It's definitely not Miyamoto. <laughs> Miyamoto. Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, have you got um, an answer? It wasn't frustrating, but I remember practicing an awful lot to get a, free, a perfect 300 in Wii Sports bowling. 
to the point where half my body was deformed. Like my left side was quite well defined. My right side was a flabby mess. <laughs> <laughs> when you just doing that thing though, where people just I hated that. When you went around someone's house and you're playing wee bowling, there will always be some knobhead just going. Mm, you don't even need to stand up. Look, I'm doing it from oh, here. Look, God, just no, no way. I was doing like, standing up in my off, pants. Mate. In my, yeah, same my here. parents' I was room, like running my parents' house across the front room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, room. and and and, <laughs> and yeah, like and basically, like it, um, it was really hot because my, my parents were old and stuff, so I don't know, had heating on full bluffs for some reason. So I can only redo it wearing my pants because it's <laughs> sweltering in there. And then there was also like a full-length mirror uh, alongside one wall, and I kept playing so much wee bowling that I looked at myself one day, and my left side was, you know, defined. Right side is is weird. It's like two, it's like two, two very very different bodies on the same man. Oh my god, you really made me choke. What a fucking weird story. <laughs> um, yeah, mine was either Ornstein and Spo in in uh, Dark Souls. I'm trying to remember one of the other ones that really took me a long time. Oh, there was fucking a few. second whiz pig in Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, oh god, of course, of course. Whizpig was the fucking piece nightmare. It was a piece of shit. If you miss one boost, that was it. Why Game over. Fuck you. Uh, I, no, I, no. I was at that age where it was. That's all exactly. I had. I didn't have yeah, any other games, that. so yeah. that's how I had to, <laughs> that's why I had to bother. Uh, James, uh, you said one. Yeah, that that door in heavy rain. <laughs> <laughs> Course. Which was ridiculous. I, I genuinely thought I was not going to be able to do it at one point and just thought, what am I going to do? There's loads of people watching. It was horrible. <laughs> right. On that note, um, thanks for listening and thanks for living it. Uh, Matt, have you got anything to say? I guess really just go to twitch.tv slash computer game show and follow us ready for James's stream tonight if you're listening to us on Wednesday. Maybe. Yeah. Remember to tweet out, let everyone know it's happening. Uh, John, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, yeah, I'll catch everybody soon on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I think I fell asleep before. You might have been able to tell when. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, uh, yeah. yeah, we were well aware. <laughs> um, have you got anything to plug? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Also, you know, hit me up on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash John Denton. There's no H in that, John. And also uh, the same name on Twitter and the same name on YouTube and all across the internet in different forms. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Good night, Good night. John. <laughs> There's no H in that, John. <laughs> <laughs>